deliver me. Our country is strong. A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. This great Terrorist nation attacks will can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings. But they cannot touch the foundation of America. In the council of steel. We must guard against the, the activation of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Inherently and historically, opposed to secret society. We, as Americans, have the capacity now, as we've had in the past, to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom. In this present crisis, Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Welcome back to Embers of Liberty, where we're actually going to be pretty fairly serious tonight. I mean, it's it's a super important time of uh, our election cycles right now. Midterms are literally Tuesday, so if you're not planning on going to vote, I highly recommend that you do so. Yes. It's uh, super important that we as Americans exercise our right to cast our ballots and bring forth the changes in this country that we want to see. Now, even though libertarian candidates hardly ever win, you shouldn't feel like casting your ballot for who you truly believe is the best choice is a wasted vote. I saw a comment the other day and it said uh, something about like while you while you vote to feel more uh, morally superior, there's people suffering from Republican uh, voting or Republican policies. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. There's people suffering, Justin. Yeah. Because they can't kill their babies. Yep. Yep. It's an economic issue. But, you know, anyway. So you suck at being a human being issue. Yep. Basically. So. Dang. Probes is here right on it today. Damn, son. Welcome, Probes. Probes. Did you get get your cup? Is that what you were about to ask? Did you get your cup? Yeah, I was was about to ask. (laughs) Did you get your cup? Yeah. Did you do it? We really want you to go get your cup because it is a uh, beautiful piece. It's your cup. And it is your cup and your pig is in your cup. So did you get your cup? (laughs) So tell us, did you get your cup, 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 (laughs) All right. (coughs) So. Y'all have to excuse my coughing tonight. I'm not coughing as much as I was that one night, but. Well, it's a good thing. So uh, in typical Empress of Liberty fashion, how was your week, Joe? Um, it was good up until about Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, and then I started getting the chugs. Yeah, because that's when Cody asked if you guys were still on for your plans. Yeah. And, and you were no. like, no, I'm dying. <laughs> well, Pro- Probes has not gotten his cup. Damn it, Probes, go get your cup. Cup, 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 cup. <laughs> Makes me want cupcakes. <laughs> that would be good. I've been eating. I've been eating so much today. Well, I mean, it's probably because you didn't need a whole lot prior. Maybe I don't know, or maybe just I, cause I just always get hungry when I'm when I'm under the Not weather. Not well. Yeah, yeah, same. How about you, Justin? How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good uh, until yesterday, 
when I couldn't put money on my laundry card. So shout out to Lonnie for letting me do my laundry at your house because you're the real MVP and the only reason I have clean clothes tonight. <laughs> but uh, I met Lonnie's kiddo and his wife, and uh, they're good people. Good people. Sweet. Uh, apparently, the way his daughter acted with me is a rarity because normally she's standoffish, I guess. But she like came right to me. I, I don't know why, but I'm super good with kids. And super like strict with my kid. <laughs> she doesn't get away with things with me. Um, I mean, I always thought you were pretty good but, with kids. Yeah. I mean, I've been around young kids pretty much since like high school. Yeah. With Christy having babies and yeah. everybody else, so yeah, yeah. But I do. I love kids. But we have a lot of things, juicy things. We do have a lot of things, very juicy things. Juicy, probably, probably the probably juiciest, the juiciest things that you've ever heard in your entire life. And frankly, it's time to talk freedom things. America. Fuck yeah. Bigly. Bigly. So, uh, as I was saying at the beginning of the show, midterms are Tuesday. Uh, you know, unless you're in a place that allows super early voting, which uh don't recommend. Uh, as you know, if you watched last week's show, the uh, number one Google thing after the John Fetterman debate was, uh, how do I change my vote? So, and it was the same thing. Like, that, that same exact thing happened in the presidential election in 2020. Yep. Like, after the after the second debate, when Joe Biden looked like he was absolutely not there at all, um, you know, the people that had cast their ballot early for Joe Biden were like, hey, how do I change this shit? Because I don't want this. I don't want it at all. Buyer's remorse. And, yep. And a lot of people are having that buyer's remorse right now, you know. So the, the thing is, is like Democrats are trying to make this election about abortion and... Uh, you know, climate change and, and shit that people just don't care about. You know, things that normal Americans are not sitting around their kitchen tables going, man, I really wish, uh, you know, I could abort my baby. No, they're not, they're not doing that. They're right. sitting around talking about how are we going to pay the bills this month because inflation is out of control. And the Democrat platform could have done so much more for their candidates than focusing on January 6th. Nobody gives a shit about January 6th. We all know what happened. Okay? Some idiots went to the Capitol building. Woohoo. They shot a protester. And three police officers died of natural causes not entirely related to one of them January 6th. Killed himself. Yeah, well, that's because he's a weakling. It's kind of how I feel. I mean, it... Unless he did, unless he had more going on, which I'm sure he did, I'm sure I January think, 6th is not a reason to kill yourself. I have a for feeling. Anybody. I have a feeling there was more going on. Unless you're a Democrat, feel free. I have a feeling there was more going on, and they were just like, oh, he killed himself, and he was part of that, and we're going to use that. That that was a joke, by the way. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't wish ill on anybody. Even Paul Pelosi, you know, he's out of the hospital now, unfortunately. I mean. I don't wish ill on him, but, you know, am I sorry that it happened to him? No. Absolutely the frick not. <laughs> you know? It's like, we don't wish harm on you, just, but if harm know, becomes on you, we don't really feel sorry for you. You know what? I, I just don't know. Uh, 
How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Yeah, how, many, how many times do they have to be taught? I don't know. I mean, so anyway, for me in, in election cycles, what I look for is if this person's elected, am I going to have more money in my pocket? Fair. If this person's elected, are they going to be a circus show? Because the, the one thing that I hate more than anything is circus show politicians, which is exactly what Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Kamal Harris, and Hillary Clinton are. Yep. All, all of them were just fucking clown shows. Um, and then I also look at, could I see myself having a discussion with this person? Which eliminates every democrat ever pretty much pretty much because you know they're they're not going to have a discussion they're just going to call you a racist and a bigot and a homophobe and a transphobe is your watch telling you things no i I got a message gotcha so anyway what i mean what do you look for when you're going to vote hmm freedom freedom yeah i mean who's going to give you the most freedom right as libertarians that's obviously the biggest thing so democrats are automatically out on that one again who's going to do have the less laws less taxes and give me the most freedom yep which normally those people are the people that you could sit down and have a discussion mm-hmm. with you know they're going to do everything they can to put more money in your pocket and they're not going to be a clown show because clown shows do not get things done as our do nothing Congress can attest to right now. And you know what? Here's the thing. I think they need to introduce legislation that makes it impossible to pass anything without a super majority. <clears throat> because a lot of the shit that's going on right now really could have been avoided if our legislators actually did what legislators were supposed to do and followed the will of the American people. Yes. You know, we, we have a representative democracy. So those people are supposed to actually espouse our values. Prope says he looks for candidates that seem most likely to not be evil and willing to solve things. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good option as well. You know, but... Uh, I almost I almost <coughs> said that I look for uh, four sets of limbs and a full set of teeth. That's the wrong, uh, wrong app. <laughs> you not see that movie? No. You need to go watch uh, A Walk in the Woods. It's good. I mean, he's, he says, what do, you, "What do you look for in a woman?" He says, "Full set of limbs and full set of teeth, or something like that." I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I, I'm kind of retarded. <clears throat> Had to be a little funny there, man. We can't be all serious. Yeah, I mean, but the, so again, though, this is a really serious point. It is. It is of the of our election cycles. You know, it's it's literally like a temperature check on the country. The, the the Democrats are, are trying to say, oh, a blue wave is coming. And then Republicans are saying, oh, no, a red wave is coming. A red tsunami is coming is more like it. I want, I want, I want to bring the gold wave, baby. The gold. The gold. I want the gold. Give me the gold. We want the gold in porcupine. We need to do that one, too, the, the leprechaun in the tree. That'd be good for the yes. funny. <laughs> so there's a leprechaun up in that tree. 
I don't understand. My nose has not been running like all day, and now it's time for the show. It's running. Of course. Go. <sighs> so anyway, um, you know, going back to what Democrats could have ran on, right? You can pretty much sum up everything that they shouldn't have ran on in President Biden's speech on. What was it, Thursday night? I think it was Thursday night, right? When he gave that uh, super Hitlerian speech again. I did not see it. You didn't see it? Mm -mm. Oh, boy. It wasn't as bad as the the continued battle for the soul of the nation speech. Where, you know, he Hitler fisted and fucking shook and was super angry. Dark Brandon. Doc Brandon. Dark Brandon can kiss my ass and lick my nuts. <clears throat> Suck on that, Fed boys. Um anyway. It's like to to this to the in in it and it's a agent listening to this, you can suck it too. Yeah. Suck my balls. <clears throat> Anywho, um so I don't know, I can't remember where I was going now. I'm a midterms. Oh, I was talking about Biden's speech, right? So, <clears throat> so I've got it pulled up, right? And it's it's not anything to look at this time. Like it's super not. He just did it in a room instead of trying to backlight it with fucking shitty Constitution Hall lighting and Marines and all that stuff. It's just a bunch of American flags. So I'm not even going to bother screen sharing it because it doesn't really matter. Good evening, everyone. Just a few days ago, a little before 2.30 a.m. in the morning, a man smashed the back windows and broke into the home of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third highest-ranking official in America. Okay, first off, I still don't believe that he broke in. Because... How much money do they have? They don't have an alarm system? The only thing he broke into is that booty. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not true, that that part. As far as we know, there's no proof. So there have been developments since last week when we talked about it. um, Because we didn't know a whole lot. So we'll get to that. um, And we can segue off of this in a minute, too. But um, So he's about to, to... conflate this attack on Paul Pelosi with January 6th. And I really want you to understand that this is all this party has to offer. He carried in his backpack zip ties, duct tape, rope, and a hammer. As he told the police, he had come looking for Nancy Pelosi to take her hostage, to interrogate her, to threaten to break her kneecaps. But she wasn't there. Good. Her husband, my friend Paul Pelosi, was home alone. He probably hates you. The assailant tried to take Paul hostage. He woke him up. He wanted to tie him up. The assailant ended up using a hammer to smash Paul's skull. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Paul survived. All this happened after the assault 
And it just, I, it's hard to even say. It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, <clears throat> where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th. That was my reaction. This guy because I also, was watching this live. I'd be willing to bet this guy also pees in a toilet. Dude, those Dude. January 6th people pee in toilets, too. Do you pee in toilets? I pee in a toilet, Justin. Holy shit, you fucking insurrectionist. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good show. I can feel it. I can feel it in my plums. In your plums? In my plums. Do I need to ask what your plums are? In my giant balls. <laughs> A giant <coughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> I'm gonna need more for this. <laughs> hey, man, that blood orange. Uh, it's pretty good. Premixed margarita is pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty tasty. Hear that? That's me peeing in the toilet. That <laughs> you fucking insurrectionist. Um, so this this pretty much sets the tone for the rest of the this 20 minute long speech right because if he's already going to january 6th how much time do you think he's going to spend talking about actual kitchen table table issues just if you had to if you had to guess uh none <sighs> damn you're good he spends zero time in the speech talking about inflation talking about crime rates talking about anything that the american people actually fucking care about um he just he doesn't talk about it you know why because he's stupid and you know and he's also it's not like fake and i'm sure we'll get to it but you know you, you saw again where aoc got harassed come on man really what again yep you gotta be kidding me. There's no way. But what I was getting at with that is it's obvious that even on the left, people don't give a single shit about this petty, stupid, nonsensical bullshit. No, they don't care. They care about the not... fact that it could be World War Three any day. Like World War Three can just pop off any day now. Like Absolutely. They care about that. They care because their dollar is not going near as far as what no, it used to. Not at all. And the future is very uncertain, and they're really, concerned. Yeah. They're concerned about it. They are, and the thing is, is the Democrat Party has nothing to offer, right? And one day, as the far mo- as answers go, and honestly, neither do the Republicans. But the Republican answer is a lot better than the Democrat answer because right. the Democrat answer is just spend money, right? The Republican answer is stop, stop spending money, and let's go to war, and do war because it's profitable. Because, you know, the military-industrial complex. Copflex? Copflex. (laughs) The only Republican president that has not sent us to war... Was Trump. Was Trump. And he got close. He did get close. Um, So, anyway, let's let's let this continue. Because it it only... We're only going to listen to a little bit of it. Maybe, like, ten minutes or so of it. And we'll pause it to comment on stuff because there's not really a whole lot else that went on. But this pretty much tells you everything that Democrats are running on because they're idiots and they don't know what they need to actually run on. You pause it on a good face. He's kind of got that look like, damn kids in my yard. He's got that look like, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? She in my yard. (laughs) She's in my yard with a giant 
jugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is gonna be fun. Oh, why you no play? It broke windows, kicked in the doors, brutally attacked law enforcement, roamed the corridors, hunting, hunting for officials, and erected gallows to hang the former vice president, Mike Pence. It was an enraged mob that had been whipped up into a frenzy by a president repeating over and over again the big lie that the election of 2020 had been stolen. So, first off, I, I say that this is a Hitlerian speech because of that line right there, the big lie. Because the big lie refers to the Nazi party belief that the Jews are why Germany lost World War One. This is this all goes back to Hitler's initial hatred of the race that he himself is a part of. Because if you didn't know, Hitler was half Jew. Yeah. Because, you know. But anyway, I mean, so he goes and he, the big lie, as they all call it, they're tying, you know, legitimate concerns about American elections to fucking the Nazi Germany bullshit. The exact same things that Hitler would talk about. Right, right. right. You know, they're blaming. So they've basically taken Republicans or anyone who's not a Democrat and they've put them as, boom, you're the Jews in the scenario leading up to World War II. Making sense? Yes. Okay. It's a lie that fueled the dangerous rise in political violence and voter intimidation over the past two years. Even before January the 6th. We saw election officials and election workers in a number of states subject to menacing calls, Mm. physical threats, even threats to their very lives. In Georgia, for example, the Republican Secretary of State and his family were subjected to death threats because he refused to break the law and give in to the defeated president's demand, just find him 11,780 votes. Just find me 11,780 votes. Election workers like Shea Moss and her mother, Ruby Freeman, were harassed and threatened just because they had the courage to do their job and stand up for the truth, to stand up for our democracy. This institution, this intimidation, this violence against Democrats, Republicans, and nonpartisan officials just doing their jobs are the consequence of lies told for power and profit, lies of conspiracy and malice, lies repeated over and over to generate a cycle of anger, hate, vitriol, and even violence. In this moment, we have to confront those lies. That's what I think about this whole thing speech. The very future of our nation depends on it. My fellow Americans. First off, he's about to give the spill that uh, unless you vote Democrat, democracy's over. You ain't white. <laughs> or you ain't black. Jesus. <laughs> if you have a problem out there from Mayor Trump, you ain't black. Excuse me? motherfucker so what does he straight up say here in a minute 
Well, so he doesn't straight up say it, but he's implying that unless you vote Democrat, democracy is over. Oh, jeez. It's game over. Oh, jeez. Because Republicans are Nazis and fascists. You know what I mean? We're all going to the gulag. We're off. <laughs> Your teammate just got his ass kicked. If you're not a gamer, you won't get that at all. You get that right, Joe. I do get it. That's, that's the line you get in war zone. I'm getting spawned back dies. in, baby. I'm getting spawned back in. I don't care what you say, old Biden. I'm getting spawned back in. Yeah. So you're gonna hear. <laughs> so, uh, so your teammate just got his ass kicked is uh, what they say when you lose your gulag fight in war zone, and it's embarrassing to say the least. Yes, because you know your teammates just heard it, and you're just like, man. Uh, Smell like failure. Yeah, <laughs> I miss playing that game. And uh, also, your explanation as to how you lost the gulag is. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. Now I I okay, we're getting way off topic here. We got to get back to. You got to reel it back in. I am having a good show though. This is fun. I bet you are. It's uh, well, you know, the Trump. Trump says we. Uh, Trump. I'm sorry, Matt. Are you having a good show? I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Matt says we need an ascendant wave. Correct. I would. I would vote for Matt Probst butthole before I would vote for Biden. I would vote for your balls before I voted for Biden, and that's saying a lot because you reference them a lot. And for everywhere, for every candidate that I can't actually fill in something for, I may put that. My balls. My balls. <laughs> uh, the dick jokes, they never end. Dicks and balls. Anywho. So, yeah, I mean, he's basically going to go on this whole long spiel of if you don't vote for Democrats or vote for me or my party, then you're a neo-nazi fascist scumbag dictator supporting bullshit not i want to hear i want to hear him say it we're facing a defining moment an inflection point we must with one overwhelming unified voice unified speak unified and say there's no place no place for voter intimidation or political violence in america that's not happening to begin Whether it's with. Directed at Democrats or Republicans. No place. Period. No place ever. Well, maybe you should have stopped the BLM today, riots. Near Capitol Hill, near the U.S. Capitol, the citadel of our democracy. I know there's a lot at stake in these midterm elections, from our economy, to the safety of our streets, to our personal freedoms, the future of health care, Social Security, Medicare. It's all important. But we'll have our differences. We'll have our difference of opinion. It's, and that's what it's supposed to be. Okay. We have our difference of opinion. But if you don't believe full-heartedly that I won the election, you're a Nazi. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. You didn't catch that. Rewind that. The safety of our streets, to our personal freedoms, 
the future of health care, Social Security, Medicare. It's all important. But we'll have our differences. We'll have our difference of opinion. And that's what it's supposed to be. But there's something else at stake. Democracy itself. I'm not the only one who sees it. No, no, you pretty much are. Hmm. Also, we're not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. There's a big difference. Dumbass. You fucking idiot. Now, again, we can have difference of opinion. But if you question the vaccines, you lost your job. If you refuse the vaccines, you're killing grandma. We need to cover that here in a minute, too. Oh, we're going to. I just pulled that up while we were listening to what Pop-Pop was saying. Because, you know, again, the speech is nothing really to look at. Because it's just him on a backdrop of blue with American flags. Right. That's fine. You know, you don't need to see him say this shit because you know what he looks like when he lies. Right. He looks like him. Right. <laughs> so He looks like he got the same look at it, he got the same look. He looks so confused. He's like, Who's that back in the back? Who's that? Who's that? Is that Bo? I see dead people. Is that Nancy? Nancy, show me your jokes. She's walking through the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's Conspiracy Corner? Have you not seen that TikTok of that dude that he always like impersonates like a redneck? Yeah. And he's like, and he, it's like he did one of uh, my uncle in the January 6th. On January 6th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was hiding out in Nancy I think Pelosi's I sent closet. you those. Maybe, yeah. I think I sent you those because I thought they were I fucking hilarious. <laughs> She's in the walls. She's in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let Pop Pop continue. Recent polls have shown that overwhelming majority of Americans believe our democracy at ri- is at risk, that our democracy is under threat. Is that true, though? Let's, uh, let's just fact check him right here live on the air. Let's see. Uh, That's not what I'm looking for. Where is it? Well, New York Times, you failed me. Uh, so, no, go away. I don't want to, you son of a bitch. <clears throat> so, to, okay, so only around 9% of all U.S. adults believe democracy in the U.S. is working extremely or very well, while 52% Feel it is not working well, according to a poll. Uh, that would be because it's not working that well. That's not what I'm looking at. What are you? Oh, ew. yep. I know what you're looking at now. Little Nas X. I hate that guy. Mm, no. 
Uh, views on the state of U.S. democracy are heavily divided along party lines, with 15% of Democrats and only 5% of Republicans saying it is working well, a major flip from 6% and 23% respectively back in 2020. <clears throat> only 47% of Americans have a great deal or quite a bit of faith that their midterm election votes will be counted accurately, with 74% of Democrats being optimistic about the process compared to only a quarter of Republicans. That would be because early voting, mail-in voting, and uh, absentee balloting are extremely rife with fraud and extremely easy to commit fraud with, and that is what the majority of Democrat states are doing. Do you see supposedly... balloting, mail-in balloting, and absentee voting. Do you see supposedly where one of the things was already, like, stacked full of ballots? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Despite there being no spread, uh, widespread evidence of fraud or issues with the counting process, 45% of Republicans have very, no or very little faith in the integrity of the electoral process compared to only 8% of Democrats. That would be because we know what the Democrats are actually doing. <clears throat> and that's libertarians, Republicans, independents, we all know. <clears throat> Let's see. Both a majority of Democrats and Republicans, 77 and 51%, respectively, are concerned about gerrymandering. That would be because giant population centers have pretty much been deciding a lot of things, and they shouldn't be. Uh, let's see. Well, see, and here's the thing. They're, they're not even, they didn't even go into detail about the, uh, whether democracy is at risk, right? So it would appear that there's, Nobody that actually thinks this, right? Nobody really believes that democracy is at risk. Right. Not to mention the fact that we're not even a democracy. Um, so, <clears throat> this is the, uh, the text of the Biden speech. So this is what I was talking about. We'll have our differences. We'll have our difference of opinion. And that's how it's supposed to be. But there is something else at stake. Democracy itself. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> so. Look, my fellow Americans, the old expression, freedom is not free. It requires constant vigilance. From the very beginning, nothing has been guaranteed about democracy in America. Every generation has had to defend it, protect it, preserve it, choose it, for that's what democracy is. It's a choice, a decision of the people, by the people, and for the people. If the issue couldn't be clearer, in my view, he does make a point in that one at first. Yeah, he does. The problem is that he's making it for the wrong reasons. Right. Bingo. Uh, so let's see, where did I, where did I stop? Oh, uh, so the issue couldn't be clearer in my view. We, the people must decide whether we will have fair and free elections and every vote counts. Here's the problem with that. You want to count people who shouldn't be allowed to vote. Right. This is not hard. <clears throat> we the people must decide whether we're going to sustain a republic where reality is accepted, the law is obeyed, and your vote is truly sacred. Well, maybe you should enforce the law then. 
because I, I don't think you're doing that. Also, maybe you should actually accept reality, you know, like a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Or that, you know, <clears throat> nobody gives a shit about anything that you think we give a shit about. Correct. <clears throat> I do believe we should move on from this point, though. We have talked about it for like an hour. Hold on. No, we No. No, we have Sorry, for almost 45 minutes. No, not even that, because we spent about 10 minutes on the intro. Oh, true. Chill out. There, I mean, this is like one of the, this know, is like the biggest know, thing that happened know, all week. I know, I know. <clears throat> so, you know, American democracy is under attack because the defeated former president of the United States refused to accept the results <clears throat> of the 2020 election. He actually says 220 election right here, mm-hmm. and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, 220, that must have been like ancient Rome, which I'm sure he was there for. Maybe he was thinking <clears throat> 420. Maybe. Uh, he refuses to accept the will of the people. He refuses to accept the fact that he lost. He has abused his power and put the loyalty to himself before loyalty to the Constitution. He's made the big. He's made a big lie, an article of faith in the MAGA Republican Party, the minority of that party. So, you know, at the end of the day, all of this, he's trying to make the election about MAGA Republicans. Yep. Again. Yep. Nobody gives a fuck about whether you're MAGA or not. The only people that care about whether you're MAGA or not are diehard Democrats. Right. The majority of people who are going to look at these candidates who don't align either with the Democrats or the Republicans, like they they fall right in the middle like the majority of Americans do, they're going to look at who's going to benefit them the most. They're going to they're look at issues like their kids, their kids' education, the price of meals, the price of gas, inflation, all the things that really matter to American families. They're not going to look at whether they're a MAGA Republican. Is this candidate going to be good for me and my family? That's what they're looking at. Right. But MAGA Republicans, abortion, Ukraine. Oh, and trans the kids. That That's what the Democrats are running on. And that's why they're going to get fucking trounced. The only people that are going to win those Democrat seats are the people who are never going to lose those Democrat seats because they're population centers and they don't give a fuck about the actual facts. Yep. I, 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 I don't understand how so many people can fall for this bullshit. You know? And, I mean, Twitter has been a fucking cesspool this week. <coughs> Just full-on, straight-up attacking Elon Musk for no reason. He's just yelling. I don't know why. <laughs> Super was, weird. Oh, here's, oh. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there, there's just no fucking, there's no reason for this to be the way that it is. Right. It, this is your last pitch. Get out the vote effort. Because that's exactly what this is. This is a get out the vote effort. This is not anything that's important to any American. That was, I know. Was, rev it, boy. Rev it. Get it. If you heard that, you'll know what we're talking about. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't understand why Democrats who claim that Republicans have no answers to anything 
focus so much on the Republicans and not the solutions to the problems. Granted, their solutions to the problems are bad. They're not good. They're not good solutions right. in any way because their their solutions always involve tax and spend. Yep. And as libertarians, we can't get we can't job with that. Like taxing yep. is no, it's bad. We don't do that here. Give me your hand. Mm. Oh no, my tax hand. You know, and then everybody that wants to be like, you know, well, Jesus would take care of these people. Yeah, well, you know what? Jesus flipped tables over taxes, you bitches. Not taxes. He he threw it at the he threw tables over the tax collectors because they were collecting taxes in the in the temple. Yeah, well, still threw them over taxes. I'm just saying. In a roundabout way, it was about taxes. Okay. But he also said they render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Yeah. But see, here in America, we have the freedom to tell Caesar, to Caesar, fuck off. Uh, well, I don't want to go that uh, route. Well, you know, I would say we have the right to tell Caesar, Caesar, you are taking too damn much. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Americans forget that we have that power, and that's the problem. Like, if, for real, like this this episode of the show is is more about being a little bit more on the nose about what's actually at stake because what's actually at stake is a lot more important than fucking abortion it's a lot more important than january 6th it's a lot more important than making sure that you can fucking put your kid on gender hormone therapy or whatever like none of that matters to everyday americans what matters is am i going to be able to fill my car up because i'm not buying a fucking sixty thousand dollar electric vehicle because i can't afford the thirteen thousand dollar gas powered car that i've got right now Right. Am I going to be able to put food on my table? Because I don't know, you know, maybe there was a 25 day supply of diesel last week. 25 days. That's fucking, it's ridiculous. Today I saw an article. I didn't read it, but I saw it. It said something about, is America running out of diesel? Yeah, we are. Because you won't, you won't let refineries operate. <clears throat> shit anyway um the other issue is like is this politician that i'm about to vote for going to abuse their power to force me to do shit that i don't want to do like the covid vaccines like shutting my business down like losing your job all all the things that really matter to people because at the end of the day We've got to be able to survive. And if your policies are going to make it to where we can't survive, then we're not going to fucking vote for you. Well, eventually we'll just start shooting at you. Correct. <laughs> Tally-ho. Eventually we're just not going to like it. We're just going to start shooting at you. That's how it's going to work, really. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that as a threat. I'm just saying that. I mean, it's just honesty. I mean, we're just eventually going to start shooting at you. At, at some point, it's going to hit a tipping point, just like it did with Britain. Yep. I mean, again, Democrat policy is tax and spend. And if you're going to sit here and say that they're better than the Republican options because they want to tax you more. You're no better than the monarchy was in 1774. Right. You know, the years leading up to the revolutionary war, because at the end of the day, they were tired of fucking paying taxes on tea and everything else. Like everything that they were being taxed on was for no reason. Well, and, and, and they weren't getting any kind of representation either. Right. They had no say in it. And at this point, 
with the way our government is working, we don't have a say in anything because they're not listening to us because they get into power and then they stay in power for years. That's, and years that's another and years. thing. If they were to get rid of, say, the uh, electoral college, it would be time to boog. Oh yeah, for sure. Because at that point, you've got five population centers really deciding every election. Right. And you can't have that. Like, majority rule is bad. That's why the Electoral College exists. And a lot of people are like, well, it's, you know, land doesn't vote. People do. Yeah, people vote. But people who live in less densely populated areas tend to have different values than those who live in densely populated areas because those who live in densely populated areas are more subject to groupthink. like they're gonna start thinking like each other because well they also live different lives right like, and that's what i was about to say like they they interact with each other in a very different way than people who are from like small towns like joe and i are but they're going to be like oh yeah like like say if somebody was like let's tax the farmers more somebody that's never been a farmer would be like okay yeah i'd rather tax them more than tax me more you know yeah exactly so the electoral college exists to prevent majoritarian rule, which is always bad because at the end of the day, you know, if Lonnie were sitting here and Lonnie had $1,500 and I always use this example, Lonnie had $1,500 and you and I had $200. Right. And we wanted to buy a thing that was $1,700. Right. Right. Democracy is we. Lonnie doesn't want to buy it. But we do. Democracy is we vote and Lonnie gets forced to buy it. No, that's... Yeah, that's pure democracy. Yeah. But um, Constitutional Republic... Lonnie represents a smaller population group. Lonnie would therefore be more like one and a half people. Right. And we would be toned down to like 0.75 people. Exactly. Because... It protects Lonnie at the end of the day from, from getting run over. Rule. Right. So that I mean, that's why the the electoral college exists. And if you really look into American history, you would know that. But the problem is, is that everybody wants to. Um, and I, I I mean nothing by this when I say it, but everybody wants to blackwash history. Yep. And make it all about slavery and and how terrible and awful and very bad and no good America is and how it was founded on the slaves of or on the backs of slaves. I did see a mic drop moment the other day. <clears throat> somebody, Which was? somebody said like where was like God during sl- during slavery and somebody came across and said which slavery? Yeah, the slavery of the Jewish people or the slavery of white people or the slavery of black people or or sex slaves or sex slaves or, or the Asian enslavement slaves, of Uyghur like, Muslims in China where you or Irish Nikes, slaves or you know which which slavery are you talking about because apparently the only slavery that matters is black slavery because back in ancient time everybody was a slave yeah like I mean they didn't care about colors or whatever they, they like whoever they wanted to be a slave was a slave so anyway the point is is that you should vote your conscience and if you don't know anything about the candidates that you're voting for don't vote. If you if you literally know nothing other than they're a Democrat or Republican, you should not vote. Yes, because at the end of the day, if you're not doing what is required of you to actually make an informed decision, you don't need to go vote because you don't know what these people stand for. Hundred percent agree. But that's just my opinion, you know, and I, I think that it's important that everybody votes, but I'm, you need to be informed. And in this day and age, there's no excuse. There's shows like ours, there's shows like 
Shapiro. There's shows like The Young Turks. And, you know, as much as I hate to say it, like I actually used a Young Turks video when I was talking to a guy at work the other day. And I told him, I was like, you need to watch this. A young black guy. And he's like, I want to get into politics. And I was like, well, I mean, what do you want to know? Come sit at the table with us, my friend. I, I talk about this stuff all the time, you know, and he was just like, I don't know, man, just send me stuff. Like I, he he asked what I was, and I was like, I'm a libertarian. He's like, what is that? And I said, it, I'm like right in the middle. You know, I I think that things like weed should be legal, taxation is theft, yada yada yada. I mean, it's the the line that I give everybody right is I think that gay married people should be able to protect their weed farms with guns. Yes. That's like the most broad spectrum explanation of being libertarian that I can give. Fair. And he goes, So I'm a libertarian. I was like, I would say yeah, most probably. people probably are. Yeah. I mean, most people probably hold libertarian ideals. I think something like 94% of Americans have libertarian ideals. And if we would just accept that and well, just vote but, libertarian. But again, there's, there's more to this issue. Libertarians are locked out of the debate stages. They're um, they're not on the ballot in all 50 states for all of the different elections, right? They're on the ballot in all 50 states for a presidential candidate. That's 100% like the libertarian candidate will be on your ballot. But the fact that they're locked out of the debate stage is a real hindrance to, to libertarians actually getting anywhere as far as damn fascism is what holding it is. office goes because they've made it to where if you didn't get if you don't get a, a certain percentage of the polling data they don't even consider you democrats and republicans have made it a duopoly and, and i don't remember ever taking no poll nothing no i mean but that's the thing like these polls a lot of times you have to search them out to be able to take part in them or you have to sign up to be you know sent these surveys and and to be fair libertarians is, are kind of lazy sometimes also like this is a reason that polling data is off so much a lot of times like conservatives are more worried about working and doing the things that they need to do than they are taking a fucking poll right like most of the people that don't take these polls are the people that are going to go vote but they're never going to give you their opinion on any of it and uh i I think that really skews a lot of the information that you get during election cycles because everybody's like oh well the democrats are going to win because this 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 you know not necessarily it's entirely possible that the large section of the population that they're missing is the working conservative class because they're not super politically active. Like they're just going to do their job and then they're going to vote for who their conscience tells them to vote for, or they're going to vote down party lines, which I don't agree with because the thing about being a registered Democrat or a registered Republican, you have to vote down just down ballot. It's either all red or all blue. You know what? You know what sucks? <clears throat> um, one time I went in and they were like, uh, you know, what party? They're Republican or Democrat? And I said, uh, Libertarian? The one said, just give him a Republican. See, that's bullshit. Like, go fuck yourself. You're not going to minimize my opinions to being a Republican because I'm a Libertarian. Like, I'm not a Republican. Now, that was back in the day when I thought there was only, there was, you could only do one of the two. You, there's actually a a gold sheet for third party. Yep, and people don't realize that. 
Yeah, because everybody tells them you're wasting your vote. Well, and actually, when I finally stood up for myself another time, um, I went in and I said, they said, you know, uh, Republican and Democrat. And I said, um, Libertarian. And they were like, you know, well, they were like, well, you know, it's it's noble for you to stand up what you believe in. And we should probably all be more like you. But if you do this, you can't vote for the, a lot of the people that are running right now. And I'm like, okay. And? It's like, I don't want to vote for them. I don't want to vote for them at all. Like, that's the reason I'm a libertarian. Because I hate them all. Yes. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, eat a dick. Thank you, Joe. You gotta, you gotta, we gotta work on that cue. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. So, Probe said, did that to me too. So, did they, did they pretty much, like, when you, when you said libertarian, they just hand, did they just hand you a, a Republican form? Is that what you're saying, Probes? But yeah, that's what they did. That's the first time. And it was an old lady. Anyway, so again, the description of the episode is kind of misleading <laughs> because I said we're going to give you everything you need to know about the, the midterms. We're not really going to give you everything you need to know. We're just going to tell you don't vote for fucking Democrats. Yeah. But, because uh, they all fucking suck and they're all trying to fuck you in the ass. But by the way, that second time, they actually gave me a, a third party form. And Beth was Beth was with me and she got she Wait was no. she was like really like, "Oh man, like you know, she, Beth's a very timid individual." Yeah. And when she saw me stand up for what I believed in, she like stood behind me and she was like, "I want a third party too." And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hell yeah." Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Row tide. Row tide. <laughs> I, I like episodes like this where we're actually like having a good discussion about things and uh, really just kind of diving into stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, we've spent enough time on the election. Right? Yes. It's super important. Go vote unless you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Don't home. vote. Don't vote if you don't know who you're voting or, for. I mean, go like go. You can go vote for policies and stuff because a lot of times they have the description of the policies. Right? Yeah, they do do that. But if you don't know who, like why you're who you're voting for, why you're don't voting vote for, for them, people. then don't vote for them. And a lot of times I don't. You I'll, can leave it blank. I'll just get the generic ballot and I'll just, just leave it vote blank. for the policies and leave the people blank because yeah. I don't vote for people. Right. Unless they're libertarian. Right. In in Alabama, there's not very many libertarians on ballots right you can all write in joe for whatever you want joe roberts yes you can <laughs> don't write me in i don't want any part of that i do i do i would like to hold an office that's kind of one of my uh, no they, uh, and it, i don't care what kind of you know, office but here's the reason hold some kind of office here's the reason i wouldn't want to hold an office because then people are going to be watching me and honestly like most libertarians i just want to be the left the fuck alone like just leave me alone okay but see here's here's what they're gonna show me in the tabloids i'm gonna butt naked <laughs> no 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 oh no it will be much richer and golden more golden i'm going to get me an american flag thong oh my god and i'm gonna get me some aviators fuck yes i'm here for it and i'm gonna come out on the balcony you had me of the capital if i get voted i will come out on the balcony of the capitol in the Alabama capital, in my American thong, a machine gun, my aviators, with a cigar in my hand, and I was would say Jack Daniels in the other hand, but I want some good whiskey, so I'll have like a good quality whiskey in the other hand, and I'm just going to go out there and be like, America. We're...
I'd vote for you. People, people ask, Joe, what's your policy? I'm just going to go, America. America. Well, what do you think of this? America. America. What, do you, what do you believe about this uh, problem going on in the Middle East? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me. Shit. Hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. Don't care. America. Don't care. America. <laughs> <laughs> I, but that's the policy that most of us should have, right? Right. So in other news, The Atlantic has run an article. The Atlantic has run an article saying, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Let's focus on the future and fix the problems we still need to solve by Emily Oster. Let me just... uh, Emily Oster sounds like a bitch. Let me just say this. Uh, In April 2020, with nothing else to do, my family took an enormous number of hikes. We all wore cloth masks that I had made myself. And we had a family hand signal, which the person in front would use if someone was approaching on the trail and we needed to put on our masks. Only when, once when another child got too close to my then four-year-old son on a bridge, he yelled at her, social distancing, like a properly trained little youngling. These precautions were totally misguided. In April 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. Outdoor (laughs) transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth masks made out of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything anyway. But the thing is, we didn't know. I mean, we knew. There's those of us that tried to tell you. Listen, (laughs) some of us knew. Okay, just, yeah, whatever. I have been reflecting on this lack of knowledge thanks to a class I'm co-teaching at Brown University on Uh, COVID. Brown University. We've spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. Oh, dear. Dear. Some of those choices turned out better than others. To take an example close to my own work. There is an emerging, oh. if not universal, consensus that schools in the U.S. were closed for too long. Far too long. Far too far long. Too long far, far too long. The health risks of in-school spread were relatively low, whereas the cost to students' well-being and educational progress were high. The latest figures on learning loss are alarming. I'll tell you, though, Justin, they weren't quite as high as I was. <laughs> <laughs> But in spring and summer 2020, we only had glimmers of information. Reasonable people. It was meek. People who cared about children and teachers advocated on both sides of the reopening debate. Another example. When the vaccines came out, we lacked definitive data on the relative efficacies. I can't say that word in a British accent. (laughs) (laughs) Of the Johnson & Johnson shot versus the mRNA... You don't say. ...options from Pfizer and Moderna. You don't say. The mRNA vaccines have won out. But at the time, many people in public health were either neutral or expressed a J&J preference. This misstep wasn't nefarious. It was the result of uncertainty. You don't say. Obviously, some people intended to mislead and made wildly irresponsible claims... Remember when the public health community had to spend a lot of time and resources urging Americans not to inject themselves with bleach because the orange man told them to. 
That was bad. Misinformation was and remains a huge problem. But most of the errors were made by people who were working in earnest for the good of society. Like, like good old Dr. Fauci. Given the amount of uncertainty, almost every position was taken on every topic, and on every topic someone was eventually proved right. And someone else was proved wrong. Justin, Republicans. Justin, does that, does that count the individuals who said this was all a giant damn farce? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. In some instances, the right people were right for the wrong reasons. In other instances, they had precious understanding of the available information. The people who got it right for whatever reason may want to gloat. Those who got it wrong for whatever reason may feel defensive and retrench into a position that doesn't accord with the facts. Well, frankly, you buggers. I don't give a damn. You can go grow, You can go into your trench all you want, because I ain't this, getting that damn vaccine. Would you shut up? I'm trying to read my <laughs> article on the air. All of this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot of societal energy and to drive the culture wars, especially on the internet. Cursed internet. Damn it. These discussions are heated, unpleasant, and ultimately unproductive. In the face of so much uncertainty, getting something right had a hefty element of luck. And similarly, getting something wrong wasn't a moral failing. Treating pandemic choices as a scorecard on which some people racked up more points than others is preventing us from moving forward. We have to put aside these fights and declare a pandemic amnesty. Hell, hell. leave the out the willful purveyors of the actual misinformation while forgiving the hard calls that people had no choice but to make with, imp with imperfect knowledge. Um. Well. <coughs> so here's the thing. That, right? that, that just gives me the... Would you let me finish my thought. Okay, go ahead. Um, you can go fuck yourself. You get nothing. He'll, you know why? Because he'll. you set my child's education back by at least half a year. You fucking threatened my job. You fucking called me a grandma killer. You said everything you possibly could to belittle me because I didn't believe your bullshit. And again, you can go fuck yourself. Hell, hell. Hell, hell. Good chap. Yes. That's me. Yes. That gives me the most rager, the most rager of ragers in my pantaloons. My my my, my spibbies, my skivvies are the extra tight tonight. Do you have? Do you have the ball pouch underwear? Oh, no! I'm just letting them hang free. Tonight. I have the ball pouch underwear, oh. and it is full to the brim. Does it? Does it cup them nicely? It cups them very well. Oh, nice. Like kind of like a little cup of tea holding your the bag. No, a nice little the warm. pouch. The pouch is the tea. My oh. balls are the bag. I am tea bagging my underwear. Very nice. Very <laughs> yes. nice. Yes, good chap. Let us drink our whiskey in peace. Hey, <laughs> I don't think Brits drink whiskey. I think they drink bourbon. But Would you like some tea and crumpets? I'm be honest, I don't know what crumpets are. I don't either. <laughs> it's very weird. 
Anyway. <laughs> we should actually have a corner called, like, where we read an article in accents like that. And, like, oh, my you should, God. You should have, like, an intro song where it's like, ching, 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 like, like, like that old, like, Baroque or whatever, like, like right. that, that, you know, intro. That'd be funny. That'd be really good. I think that um, we need to start having a master debate segment when all of us are here. Uh, so, once a year? I mean, three or four times, maybe. Cody bitched out tonight, but that, you know, what are you expecting? He's afraid of getting my, my mucus. My mucus. Stop Even it. though I tested negative for COVID. Yeah, you don't have COVID. <clears throat> anyway, so what do, you, what do you think, Joe? Should we declare COVID amnesty? Hell no. How about y'all suck? And uh, you can quote me on this. You can uh, piss off. <laughs> that was anticlimactic well I'm, I'm just gonna say they can and you can quote me on this suck on my hairy white ball sack yes because you get fucking nothing again you told me i was killing my <laughs> you grandma. get nothing good day sir <laughs> you get nothing nothing i'm gonna make that a sound that 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 from willy wonka yeah you that get nothing good day sir that and you lose you good lose. Good day, sir. Yeah. And then we also need one that said, I said good day, sir. Yes. Very yes. Barely. Nice. Barely. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the only people who need amnesty for this shit are Democrats. You know, let's just put all that stuff behind us. Doesn't uh, it just... just Hold on. Wrinkle your ball sack, though, Aren't, to know that... Isn't, isn't that the party that says no justice, no peace? Yes. Yeah, well, you can take your amnesty and shove it straight up your asshole with your no justice, no peace. Did you song. see the TikTok video about I this? Did. yeah. Where, where the girl's like, well, you know, now we just need to cool the waters. And she's like, no. No. Absolutely you, 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 you were wrong, <laughs> and you tried to do all this stuff to me. Yes, yes, yes. But we, that was we had our best intentions in mind and blah, blah. And, no, you didn't. And, no. 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 I found this sign. Does it look familiar? No justice, no peace, you know? <laughs> I mean, like I said, at the end of the day. All I'm yeah, saying is when you get the red yeah, coach you, running, you don't stop. First off, you you were wrong. And admitting that you're wrong is a good step. But um, but see, the thing is, is no, I don't no, think. No, here's the thing. I don't I think they're hold, quite admitting that they're wrong. I hold grudges motherfuckers yeah me too <laughs> like, there are certain people that i will never speak to ever again they could walk up to me and be like hey justin how are you and i would literally turn and walk away from them because see at the end of the day you gave in when you were put under the pressure you're the people that when the trains show up and they say get in you got you, you get in. Well, not only do you get in, but you try to get everybody else to get in too. Oh, come on, guys, we're just going to the we're going to the ice cream shop. Like you're not okay with just taking care of yourself. You have to bring everybody with you. You can piss off. It's fucking disgusting. It is that they would even have the balls to do something like this. You know, I, I get that. You know, some people were wrong and feel really bad about it, but at the same time, you went along with all the people that were calling me a fucking grandma killer and calling me a plague rat and calling and wishing death upon me because yep. I refuse to get this fucking experimental drug that is literally causing people to fucking. And now this stuff's actually coming out. Yeah. And then, and, 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 and 
who was it, Johnson and Johnson, or one of them, actually openly admitted that the vaccine was never intended to prevent transmission. Whoops. Help if my fingers were in the right places. Justin, help if your fingers were in the right places. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, and then the blood clots. But who was it that, that admitted that the, it said it was never intended for to, to prevent transmission? Uh, Johnson & Johnson, actually. Or not was Johnson & Johnson. Uh, Pfizer said that. Pfizer, okay. But see, the whole time, though, we're like, oh, you get this because it's supposed to prevent transmission. Yeah, if you get I mean, the vaccine, you're pre- saving your I grandmother. Mean, literally, Pop Pop sat on stage and said... If you get these vaccines, you're not going to get COVID. Except for people were getting COVID after yep. they got the vaccines, yep. and you doubled down on it. You I fucking... know people that have had the vaccine and it's still gotten every strain of COVID. Yeah, nobody is fucking safe. Granted, for it. I've gotten every strain of COVID, but I haven't been vaccinated. But here's but I thing. still did okay. You're fine, right? Because you're not in the at risk age group. Well, now I'm here's fat. the thing. So <laughs> this is crazy that this happened in Alabama because you know this is where all the crazy conspiracy theorists live right because you know we're all red I claim it proudly yep indeed (laughs) that's why we have a corner for you yes um so this is if you are squeamish you're not gonna want to watch this looks like jerky okay you're gonna want to like just listen and like look away viewer discretion is fucking gross okay even me it's gross for me too You've been been fucking warned. Okay. If you get sick, that's not my fault. So concerned for humanity, Alabama embalmer discovers a strange clots in people since release of COVID vaccine. (coughs) So this came out of a person. Now this is zoomed in. It's on a microscope, right? So, but this came out of a person's veins. Guess what that person was? Vaccinated. Vaccinated. Mm. Here's the deal. So, and I I listened to a UK mortician mm. talking to Stephen Crowder about this very same thing. Um, the Alabama doctor is the one that initially found it, but the, the UK mortician backs it up. They were saying, like, their, their pumps to pump the embalming fluid were not able to effectively pump the embalming fluid because there was such a huge blockage in in the bloodways in the veins the arteries you know whatever and they saw inflammation of the heart and all that stuff so this is zoomed in but if you go on down oh hey this is what it looks like zoomed out right you can still see it though like yeah that's coming out of people that gives me the ooglies and then there's this one These are not normal blood clots. Like that's not what a blood clot looks like. This is like a fibrous growth in the in the veins and arteries. They're they're pretty much proteins. Which doesn't that sound familiar? Spike protein. Explain, mm. Jason. They're they're not blood clots. This is not blood. It's predominantly a protein. Caused caused by what exactly? I know the vaccine. Caused by the vaccine. I don't know if it's the spike protein or not, but this is like zoomed in. 
like super zoomed in what the fuck is that is that a heavy metal type deal probably i i, I just like this shit you know yep i've ran across some of those myself interesting if nothing else seen the same thing here in pennsylvania that's another one uh it should make me go what but i've seen too many even on those who haven't died of covid <clears throat> yes very common now in covid vaccine bodies i've noticed that too i have a few photos of clots like this from cases i've embalmed wow those look huge and very unusual wow i've been embalming since 1979 never seen these before question though if you do find excessive unusual just plain weird clotting appearances with covid embalmings uh interested to know what you've experienced lately like this just goes on and on like that's one coming out of somebody so here's the thing right um everything that i've seen this is exclusive to the mrna vaccines like people who had the mrna vaccines with one exception one case that i know of in which the person who had passed had not been vaccinated but they had received a blood transfusion from someone who had been jeez like that is fucking terrifying and if you got vaccinated i like i am truly concerned if you got the mrna vaccines that this is what's happening to you as well <clears throat> You know, and this is something that they want to put in our kids. Yep. They want our kids to take this shit, knowing that myocarditis is extremely rampant with these vaccines, knowing that these blood clots are coming out of, you know, coroners and morticians and all that stuff. Like, this is fucking terrifying that our, that the government would be willing to mandate this to the citizenry <clears throat> of this country. It, I there's no other words like i can't describe it in any other way than terrifying that's all it is to me at least what are you looking at um vaccine injuries according to i icain 7.7 percent of the vsafe users or seven thousand seven hundred eighty-two thousand nine hundred thirteen people reported seeking medical attention via telehealth appointment urgent care clinic emergency room intervention or hospitalization following covid19 vaccine yeah, because it's fucking dangerous. You know, we really had to move at the speed of science, that bitch said. The Moderna CEO or, oh, yeah. or whatever she was. We really had to move at the speed of science. Uh, science doesn't have a speed. You do the science as it comes. Like, doing science fast is how you make mistakes. That's how you get these fucking fibrous blood clots. Of course, they say there's no way, however, based on the information collected to determine whether the COVID-19 vaccine actually causes ailments. Yeah, but look at what you're looking at. Reuters. Yeah. Reuters. Reuters, whatever they Pooters. I, I, you can't trust them. You no. literally can't trust any of these mainstream media outlets because they're all going to fucking lie to you. Look, from the voice of Joe, you can't trust anybody anymore. Oh, I mean, you can trust me. Cannot trust anybody anymore. You can You can trust me. I don't trust anybody. And I 100%. can trust and, and you. Look, look, see, here's the thing. And me and my wife had a deep conversation about this one time. I don't even trust her 100%. 
There's nobody on this planet I trust 100%. Oh, I mean, that's understandable. You know why? Like, because of the human condition. Yeah, but like 99% of the time, I trust you. Fair. But see, even during that time, she even had a, a moment of weakness where she was willing to go off on her own and get the vaccine. It's, because it's, she was so scared. But that's the thing. Like, they fear-mongered all these people right. into getting this. Right, and, and that's what she was. suffering the consequences of it, and they're not fucking taking any responsibility and that's what pisses me off they're not coming out and saying we were wrong on this they're, they're not doubling going to. down they're trying to make your children take the shit and you know why they're not going to they're not going to because if they do it then it will forever change people's the trust bo- it'll change everything if they if they say no 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 it's a conspiracy theorist blah blah then there's still going to be those people that are like oh i'm dying from covid vaccines and i think you're right it's just it's fucking it's it's terrifying you know it's, it's not terrifying so, to me because i'm not gonna get that damn thing well no neither am i you know i went as far as to get a religious exemption from work but there were people who were so scared of losing their jobs because they need that job to put food on their tables that they just went with it you know and then the white house was out there saying you know even if uh it gets struck down you should the businesses you should still comply here's the thing we as americans have to get used to the idea of standing up for what we believe in even if it means we eat beans and rice and we all live with each other like rice and beans beans and rice i'm just saying if it comes down to we all just have our own little commune and we then that's the way we gotta freaking do it my friend do you like some more yeah, no, 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 I don't want to be feel, yeah, about like that, that much. much. Yeah, yeah, that's about all I was gonna get. I don't want to. I don't want to drink all your mark, dude. I bought it for this. Oh, like I literally bought it for. Well, us. Give me a little more then. <laughs> oh shit! There you okay, go, my friend. Good. Thank you. I mean, it's like the best premix margarita thirty dollars can buy. I mean, you get a good bit. You it's do only, get a good bit. It's only ten percent alcohol by volume. I will disagree so. though. I like the ten dollar ones from Walmart. Well, yeah, but those don't have actual tequila in them. These do. Oh, yeah. Th- those are like a wine cooler. Yeah. This is actually tequila. Must be why I want to get naked. Please don't. Anyway, so. How much How much is this? It's not. I just told you. 9%. No. Wait, yeah. 9%. Yeah, it's it's 9%. 19 proof. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's really. I mean, it's still at the same level as a wine, though. Yeah, but it's it's actual tequila. Right. So, anyway, sorry, we went off on a tangent there. But, again, COVID amnesty, suck my balls. Or, 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 fuck you. Eat a dick. Thank you, Joe. We will not forgive. We will will forgive. We will forgive. I'll forgive. I won't forget. We will not forget. That's the biggest thing. Like, I can forgive you for being an idiot and and telling me that I'm killing grandma and that I'm I'm a bad person or whatever, but I'm not going to forget it. Like, you're never going to get my trust back. Right. And I think that's the thing that they really need to understand is that once that trust is gone, it's gone. And see, and see, people think that this is going to be it. There's nothing else will happen like this again, because that's the way people always do. Just like when the 2011 tornadoes come through. Yep. After it happened, people are like, oh, that won't happen again. We're good to go. But it will. It always. It will. will. That's why I say it may not be for another 150 years, but it'll happen again. But what I'm saying is, no, I think more stuff like this will start happening in our lifetime. Yeah, I mean, look at how many apocalypses we've lived through already. Right. As so, but what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is, now we will never trust you again. No, I mean, I'm not going to take anything you say at face value and, and, ever and, again. And, and I'm not going to mention names or anything. But even family members, 
Yeah. There were family members that I had that were very staunch on, like they were not for forcing people. But they thought that everybody should get it. But they were very much like, kind of felt like you were kind of stupid if you didn't. Yeah. Well, again, but those people, like when I say that I'm not going to give COVID amnesty to people, it's people like this reporter, like this journalist that's literally asking for it after vilifying Right. Everybody that refused. Like, if you called me, if you said I was killing my grandma and and you wished death upon me and wanted me to be imprisoned, you were forgiven. But still, you can go suck a dick. Right. <coughs> so, last thing before we get into the fun parts of the show. Yes, We're baby. probably going to run along tonight, but that's fine. Like, I enjoy nights where we run along because of stuff like this. Right. We're having good discussions. Right. Like, that's fine. Like, I love that shit. I don't like the nights where we run along because we're having technical difficulties and all this other shit. We started at 8.30, baby. Yeah, we did. On the dot. It was, it was pretty nice. So, uh, if you haven't been keeping up, North Korea has fired four more ballistic missiles. And... At one point, breaking news this morning, North Korea launching four new missile tests, an apparent angry response to joint exercises between the U.S. and South Korea. ABC's Marcus Moore is in Seoul this morning with more on what we're learning. Marcus, good morning to you. Uh, Whit, good morning. Yeah, this is just the latest round of missiles fired by North Korea as the country responds to those military drills between the U.S. and South Korea. The four missiles, the short-range ballistic missiles fired overnight, and according to South Korean defense officials, those rockets landed in the West Sea. Of course, news of this test uh, spread very quickly. The U.S. and South Korea concluding their joint military uh, drills just today, and overnight, defense officials releasing images Images of B-1 bombers, F-35s oh, and F-16s all participating in those drills. They, of course, want Kim Jong-un to see these images and perhaps be deterred from any further uh, missile or <coughs> nuclear warhead tests. And uh, the U.S., of course, is not only watching North Korea's moves here on the Korean Peninsula, but also in the war in Ukraine. The U.S. has accused North Korea of sending weapons to Russia in that fight. And as tensions continue to rise here on the Korean Peninsula, um, U.S. Defense, U.S.'s uh, Defense Secretary said recently that if North Korea were to fire a nuclear weapon at the U.S. or any of its allies, it would mark the end of Kim Jong-un's regime. Janae. All right, Marcus. Because we would so turn much. your country into glass. Hi. So, here's the thing. I don't normally advocate for regime change, but I think somebody maybe, needs to shoot that. Shh, 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 shh. I think maybe North Korea has a giant supply of oil, mm. and we need to liberate it from them. America. That's your cute pop pop. <laughs> I, I, because, you know. So here's what's interesting, though. See, look at this. Click on that. 200 fighter jets. North Korea Breaking has 200 overnight. fighter jets. Apparently. Let's, I mean, let's, yeah, let's check it out. It's only a minute and a half. Hey, tensions rising after North Korea's unprecedented missile launches this a week. Buck South Korea is now scrambling their fighter jets after North list. Korea's new show of strength. Our chief global affairs correspondent, Martha Raddatz, is in Washington for us with more. Good morning, Martha. 
Good morning, Michael. This was an extraordinary show of force, a provocative and dangerous escalation. North Korea sending nearly 200 fighter jets flying just north of South Korea's border and over the East and West Seas. In response, South Korea said it urgently scrambled 80 F-35 fighter jets. North Korean aircraft kept their fighters <coughs> flying for more than four hours. This was no doubt to counter the U.S. decision to extend joint U.S.-South Korean military exercises, which involve thousands of military personnel and 240 warplanes. This, of course, follows Kim Jong-un's barrage of missile tests in the past few days, at least 30, including an intercontinental ballistic missile and a nuclear test is expected any day, the first in five years. But the U.S. and South Korea warning that if Kim ever did attack with a nuclear weapon, that would be the end of his regime. George? Yeah, that was quite a threat from the defense secretary. Martha Rattis, thanks very much. Here's the thing. This whole time... Fucking little rocket man I didn't, didn't think, act up under Trump. I didn't think North Korea had these capabilities. Oh, no, no, no. No, I mean nuclear. I mean, like, oh, I did not know they had 200 fighter jets. Yeah. You know why they have 200 fighter jets? Why? Because our fucking people are starving. That's true. Because they're spending money on this shit I mean, while we, getting backed by China. I mean, if we go so to the war only with people, them, The only people that eat in North Korea, like, on a regular mi- are basis, military. are politicians and the military. Yeah. You're either wealthy and eating you're in the military and eating or you're fucking starving yeah and it's terrible that people like this are left in power because again i don't normally i wouldn't normally advocate for regime change but at the end of the day let's go get some oil from north korea this shit is something that we should have taken care of decades ago yeah like when his dad died, we should have swooped in there and be like, "All right, if all y'all were taking Fuck over, every one of you, this is America now. You're now Korea, like unified yeah. Korea and North Korea. And if you don't like that, then you can all be America now. We're sorry that you're that you've been starving, but South Korea is going to take care of you guys. And I guarantee you that none of those people that were in power before would ever come back to power because they'd all be publicly executed. Yep." Which is exactly what should happen to Kim Jong-un. He should be captured and publicly executed for the fucking world to see. No. What they should do, strip him naked and line everybody up. Tar and feather? I would say tar, not feather. Wait, no, 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 no. no. Tar and feather. No, no. Everybody has whips on both sides. Oh, fuck yes. And he's butt-ass naked. And he just he has a, he has to make it as far as he can, and everybody just watch out, watch out, watch out. I second this motion. Anyway, so you know again or sticks or whatever, kind of like back in in medieval times where you they had to like run the the gauntlet, and people just threw whatever they had at him. Yeah, you know some people have you know if they throw their shit, other people throw rocks. <laughs> throw you know. shit. Yep. Shit. Hit him. Let the kids hit him with sticks. It's crazy, dude. But North Korea is doing North Korea things. Nothing we didn't fucking expect. However, this is the most I've escalated I've seen them. Yeah, but they're they're doing it because they know that we don't have a strong leader right now. Right. Like none of they don't take us seriously. None all. of this would have happened under Trump. No. You know they, they were well behaved under Trump. 
they stopped testing missiles. They didn't test any nukes. Nothing. It was very, very, very quiet when Trump was in office. And now that it's Biden, you know, it's starting again. What are you looking at? I'm seeing when that was posted. Oh, a day ago. Yeah, that was yesterday. I saw this over here. Or was it ready to fight? But that was six years. Like what? That was like six, five years. Oh, ago. Five years ago. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's just it's one of those things. Like North Korea is going to do what North Korea has been doing for thirty or forty years now. The issue is that they should have never been allowed to continue doing the things that they were doing. Right. You know, either a coalition goes in there and takes over and unifies it with South or with yeah South Korea. I always get those fucking mixed up. North Korea, bad. South Korea, good. Probe says the world needs a moral upgrade. Really, people just need to be better people. Well, yeah, that's true, too. But again, when you've got people lying to you every day, telling you, you know, you're killing grandma or whatever, and literally turning it, it, Americans it, you and, have the human condition citizens against each other, you're never going to get that. At the end of the day, people are going to look out for themselves. Yep. And that, one thing you can always depend on is that people are going to look out for themselves anyway um so that's pretty much all the major like political developments which means hold on one second take a little halftime break here oh shit they're in we are in overtime with alabama and lsu 24 that's not good the 24 i don't want to talk about that i'm just saying you know give a little update thanks for killing my buzz well you know appreciate that is what it is fucking dickhead but it's time for Prope's favorite segment and Jason's favorite segment it's time for Joe's Conspiracy Corner (coughs) take us away I had to clear my holes out sorry take us away Joe Tonight. You know what we're talking about? I mean, you told me, but I want you to first thing first, first things first. I listened to that interview with Joe Rogan. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that fighter pilot. Yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? Bro. Bro. So basically, the weird part to me is this fighter pilot's like, yeah, man, these things are out there like every day, and we just kind of ignore them. We don't, they didn't ignore them, but they knew they were there. But to them, like, getting trained to go to war was more important than focusing on whatever these things were. Right. But well, at the end of the day, they're soldiers. You know, they're, That, to me, is so weird. Job. So, like, I guess I could never be a soldier because I'd be looking at my command and being like, bro, 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 bro. There's aliens out here. <laughs> There's <laughs> fucking aliens, dude. Like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Right. Yeah, no, I get that. But see, but but kind of he kind of explained it away later because he said that what they assumed it was was, you know, some top secret experimental shit, right? And that they just didn't know about. So that's what they thought it was at first. Yeah, of course. But if anybody hasn't listened to it, it's uh, Joe Rogan's uh, interview with uh, what's his name? I don't remember his name. Ah, I can pull shoot. it up. Hold on. Yeah. But uh, tonight. <laughs> We were talking about time travel and teleportation because they're kind of go hand in hand. Ooh, that's an exciting one. Teleportation, I feel like, is a smaller subject, so we're going to talk about teleportation first. 
So teleportation, you know, just give me a definition, is an act or process of moving an object or person by psychokinesis. Hold on. Time out. Uh, Ryan Graves. Ryan it Graves. Was, it was uh, the Joe Rogan Experience number 1883. Ryan Graves. Check that out. It's, it is it's good. really good. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I listened to a lot of it. Yeah, I listen, I've got like 39 minutes left on it or something like that. But teleportation is the act of pro, act or process of moving an object or person by psychokinesis. Real man of genius. I would think you would have to have a pretty big brain to do that. Correct. That's why I played that sound. Instantaneous travel is instantaneous travel between two locations without crossing and intervene the intervening space. So, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. What? This would better be good. Okay, so we have what the hell? Top ten creepiest things caught on camera. That's not what I wanted. Well, you sent some stuff to the Discord. I did. Okay, yeah, just go to the Discord, and it's the it's teleportation. Yeah, there we go. For decades, teleportation has been one of the mainstays of science fiction films and books. But what if teleportation wasn't fiction at all? To be able to disappear and reappear at will sure does sound pretty far-fetched. But just you wait. We brought together visual evidence that might have you changing your tune. Today, you can be the judge. We're going through the top 10 mysterious cases of teleportation that can't be explained. This has always been what super interesting truck? to me. If it wasn't for the CCTV camera this motorist had set up in the car, we wouldn't have any video of the bizarre feat you are about to see. Oh, hell. It, a truck on a highway swerves momentarily, and a mysterious what? unknown figure Whoa. appears to walk out of the truck itself, uh... almost as if they were a ghost. But this figure all seems right, all that. Real. Rewind that, John. Could they have the CCTV you are about to see? Unknown figure in it, a truck on a highway swerves momentarily, what? and a mysterious that guy literally just came out, out of the side out of the truck. truck itself. But the weird thing is, almost like, he as just... If they were a ghost. He but just keeps walking like it's nothing. All too real itself, almost is it, and a mysterious unknown. F in it, a truck on a highway swerves momentarily, and a mysterious unknown figure appears to walk out of the truck itself. Hold on. So, hell? so here's the thing: he was swerving, and I assume he was swerving because of this person. But, but also look at how tall and lanky this person is. It's a gray. That's a fucking gray, dude. It's a gray, bro. Look at the... I mean, even the coloring. Like, that's a gray in a lab coat. That's what that looks like. E.T. is phoning home, baby. Anyway. Almost as if they were a ghost. But this figure seems all too real. Could they have teleported into the middle of a highway? Check out the footage and judge for yourself. Bicycle on the blank. This short video this starts off innocently enough. A couple of Russian men are chatting at a park. But don't keep your eye on them. The important thing in this video is the man on the bicycle. What man on the bicycle, you ask? Keep watching. The cyclist appears huh? out of nowhere. And the crazy thing is that the two men don't even see him. Some people think that this is just an illusion caused by the camera angle. But that could possibly be. Well, so with that one... I, I, I'm, I'm skeptical He could have one. just been at the perfect angle. Right, I'm skeptical of that one. the perfect spot. But I don't, I don't know. Now, did you watch the, pause it real quick. Did you watch the TikTok I sent you? When it, yeah. That yeah, one, that, one, that was, one, like, there was nothing there. That doesn't make All any you saw was sense. a ripple and the dude walked out. Yeah. Like, what the that hell? That one makes zero sense. Traffic incident. It's one thing to make a bicycle appear out of nowhere. But how about a car? 
That ain't nothing. This mind-bending clip shows a car suddenly materialize out of thin air in the middle of traffic. It's just lucky that the driver of the other car Whoa, Rewind that shit. Lucky that the driver of the other car thinks that car wasn't hits there. The brakes. This one we'll have to see again to believe. Teleporting hero. Huh. Heroes can be real. A camera at an intersection in I've China caught footage too. of what seems to be a completely unbelievable. A man riding a bike looks set for a full-on collision with a speeding van, but he's miraculously saved by a Samaritan. It's how he is saved that really needs to be seen, though. The van screeches to a halt. The driver can't believe what's happened either. <coughs> Did you see him flash across the screen? Yeah, I've seen that one. That's an old one. That's a real-life flash, yeah. bro. Is this real? Is it fake? We'll never know for sure because our hero chose this moment to walk off into the night. Flying vans. The vans in this next video don't actually teleport per se. It's more as if something invisible teleports in front of them and flings them into the air. It's as if they're being hurled around by psychic force. Fucking aliens. This footage was taken in China, and from the looks of the shocked bystanders, they couldn't believe what they were seeing either. Why the fuck does this shit always happen in China? Sports Center. On live television, anything can happen, even apparently it's superhuman Godzilla. feats of paranormal wonder. The key person to watch in this clip, which went viral when it was screened by SportsCenter in the US, is not the interviewee. Keep your eye on the woman in the background instead. See that? She just disappeared without a trace. It's no one. See that? She oh, hell! Keep your eye on the woman in the background instead. See her? See that? No. She just no, I think she started walking. A in the background she looks, she looks like she's about to start walking. See that? I think she's just right she there just in the... She just disappeared yeah. without I, a trace. Debunk. It's no wonder this video keeps people guessing. I think she's walking dead. with her. Teleporting debunk. dog. Animals do the funniest things. But it's fair to say I think say I've seen this one too. I think, I think this one's... Do this. I think this and one's just this, frame. We mean teleport into the oh, middle hell. of the road. Never mind. We bet this wasn't what the camera person was expecting to film when they started recording this road race. Crash Course. This next video is a good argument for why humanity shouldn't mess around with things they don't understand. If we ever manage to harness the power of teleportation, you just know that random accidents like this are going to increase. Check out the video in which a car suddenly arrives out of thin air right in front of another one. Again. That's a sure recipe for a car crash, we say. Running Man. The quality of this video might not be that great, but there's no mistaking the panic these two men experienced when they realized that there was someone with them and whoever it was had powers not of this world. The footage seems to show a figure pelting around in the background what the See, at superhuman speeds, that. zipping in and out of existence, almost as if they were teleporting from place to place. See for yourself. That's weird. Over the fence. There's nothing quite like an old-fashioned police chase, but... There's nothing old-fashioned about the way this car managed to evade the cops. This driver was already leading their pursuer on a merry little chase, driving all over the road. But then, just when it looked like they might be closing in on the criminal, the police pulled their car around and found themselves confronted with an impossible fence, with their quarry right on the other side and disappearing right into the night. How did the car get through? Did the fence teleport into place, or did the car teleport onto the other side? It's or impossible to tell, through but it. one thing is certain, the Damn. police never did manage to track this driver down. Thanks for watching, and please don't forget... 
That so, is interesting. That's super interesting. Like this is a good one, right? Okay, so I have even heard people talk about instances where like say they'll be sitting at their desk and all of a sudden like the mouse just disappears. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, they're like, What the heck's a mouse? And then like I mean, it may even be days later. All of a sudden, they're sitting at their desk, and all of a sudden, it goes <laughs> back onto the desk. Like, I mean, it like literally falls onto the desk. That's hilarious. Fucking portal up in this. And they're just like, <laughs> like, like the, 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 yeah, you know that black guy that he's like, yeah. Fucking. <laughs> so, so this. Have you ever heard any stories like that? Yeah, actually, I have. And and I'm gonna be honest with you. I've exp- I feel like I, can't, I feel like we've all experienced it at some point. Have you ever done that? Where like, say you drop something and you never actually hear it hit the floor, bro. You know how I was telling you about how I lost a disc playing disc golf, fucking vanished. I saw the motherfucker hit the ground yesterday. Saw it. Literally watched it touch the ground. Walked to where it would have been. Not there. Walked. 300 feet in a circle all the way around where it would have been not there it's a white disc kind of hard to miss kind of hard to miss that <laughs> but i did hmm. i don't think it was there like i literally hmm. so uh the t-pad on number eight no number seven at uah hmm. there's a small like wiry tree right off to the right hand side so when I pulled through I grip locked it and it went through the wiry part of the tree okay I'm I step out to look to try to follow where it's going because I know I've grip locked it which means it's probably turned over especially after hitting the tree so it's probably going to the right instead of fading immediately to the left so I step out and I see it like I'm watching it fly and at this point, it's a it's stalling out, so it's coming back to the left. And I watch it hit the ground about 100 feet in front of the big tree that's further up. Me and Nate walked all around that place. Never found the disc. So, so fucking, so, uh, yeah. And somebody will post that they found it at UAH in the exact spot where I said it was supposed to be. <clears throat> In a week or two. I've had that happen several times, especially playing disc golf. Like, stuff will just... You know where it went, but it's not there. Hmm. Super fucking annoying. Especially when it's a $17 disc. (laughs) Motherfucker. It's my go-to distance driver. Yeah, super annoying. I threw nine speeds the rest of the round. (laughs) Because I didn't have anything higher. (laughs) So anyway, but you had that must mean that must mean that there are random portals in this world. Uh, there's got to be something. There's something. Something. Something's going on with the the code. Come on, man. You know what I mean, you are fake news. Anyway, crazy conspiracy theorist. The next thing we're gonna talk about. Don't be a dick. Is a little more a little more interesting. Go. You know the you know the thing. I'm having fun with the button. Time travel. Ooh, time travel. Now, that one, this is one that I really get into because there's other stuff 
involved with the time travel conspiracies than just time travel, right? There's the oh, it goes deep. There's the Montauk Project. I haven't heard of that. The Philadelphia Experiment. They all have elements of time travel, like Al Bielik. Have you ever heard of him? Uh-uh. He was involved in the uh, the Philadelphia Experiment, supposedly. And him and his brother, like, traveled all over time. Um, but anyway, you have a video for the, the it's time just, travel. It's just a generic one. I'm gonna, while you're playing that, I'm going to look this stuff up. Are these time travel stories real or fake? We'll let you decide. Welcome to Watch Mojo. The Philadelphia Today, Experiment is actually our picks super for the top ten There's actually a movie about that. Stories. Yeah. For this list, we're going over the strangest and most outlandish claims of time travel experiences. Naturally, none of these can be 100% verified, but they are fun to think about. Number 10. John Titer In the early 2000s, online posts from this alleged time traveler took the internet by storm. John Titer claimed to be a U.S. soldier from the year 2036 and a parallel timeline. He shared grainy photos of his time machine, as well as cryptic warnings about the future. A subsequent investigation concluded that Titer was probably entertainment lawyer Larry Haber, but there are still some believers out there. If he was real, though, our timeline must have diverged significantly, because his prediction of a second American Civil War in 2004 did not come to pass. Number 9. Noah Imagine if you could go back in time and meet your younger self. What would you say? Well, in 2017, a man calling himself Noah claimed to be from 2030 and passed a lie detector test. I came back to this time from the future after a failed mission. I am here to tell the truth about everything. He subsequently appeared in a video with a Noah from 2070. They provided vague descriptions of the future like, quote, cars are very fast, they get pushed by the road. So looks like in the future, no one understands how technology works either. It's a shame that 2018 Noah wasn't there too, but maybe three Noahs would have collapsed reality. Noah's predictions included advanced AI, a manned mission to Mars, and cures for cancer. Alas, a man named Jason later claimed he was Noah, and it was all a hoax. Damn it. My real name is Jason, and I am not a time traveler. I'm just a regular guy, unemployed, living at home. I wanted to tell you all the truth, about who I really am. Number eight, the year 5000 photo. This man claims he has been to the year 5000. What kind of evidence would we accept from a real time traveler? Well, in 2018, a man named Edward claimed to have traveled to the year 5000 and returned with photographic proof. Edward asserts that in 2004, he was selected for a secret project which sent him into the future. According to him, the photo he shared of an underwater city is actually Los Angeles 3,000 years in the future. I took it with me as a guarantee of solving the question about my citizenship. By that time, <coughs> the world will have been flooded by climate change and humankind will survive by living in floating cities, such as the one from which he took the photo. Whether it's true or not, we just hope the future isn't <laughs> like Waterworld. Well, excuse me! Did I say anybody could leave before the battle was over, did I? No. No. Well, do something. I hate sales. Number seven, the Montauk Project. Oh, snap. Was Stranger Things inspired by real-life time travel experiments? Uh, sort of. <laughs> the hit Netflix show was influenced by the book The Montauk Project, Experiments in Time by Preston B. Nichols and Peter Moon. In the book, Nichols shares his alleged experiences at Camp Hero in Montauk, 
where experiments on children with psychic powers supposedly opened portals to other dimensions and times. The core idea in the, in the Montauk project was a, a wrangling of human experiments. And this isn't far from fact. The book also describes the tale of Al Bielek, who claims to have been part of the famous Philadelphia experiment in the 1940s, Told you. which supposedly teleported the battleship USS Eldridge through time. During one trial, the ship rematerialized 200 miles away in Norfolk, Virginia, before disappearing again. And now, this one is super interesting because of the fact that these sailors were supposedly, like... Um, melted into the walls of the hmm. ship when it got back. Like, and the 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 purpose of the experiment wasn't even like time travel. It was like active cloaking, like active camouflage, right? To make the ships completely undetectable. <laughs> but they discovered time travel instead. But instead, they discovered time travel, which I don't believe for a second. But it's really interesting because I mean, it's kind of feasible. Right, but not really. So, anyway. And reappearing once more in Philadelphia. Number six, Vanishing 1940 Car. Originally shared in a 1988 magazine article, this story follows two men who, on an early afternoon in Louisiana during 1969, encountered a vehicle from the past. While driving on a highway, the duo glimpsed an older vehicle. Upon drawing closer, they saw the slow-moving car's license plate, which had the year 1940 on it. Inside, they saw a woman in 40s attire and a child who appeared scared and confused. <coughs> After gesturing to her to pull over to see if she needed help, the two were astonished to see that the car had vanished. Another driver who witnessed the event also supported their claim. Whether it's true or not, we'll never know. Number five, the Moberly Jourdain incident. In 1901, two British teachers, Charlotte Ann Moberly and Eleanor Jourdain, were visiting the Palace of Versailles when they allegedly had a most unusual experience. While exploring the Petit Trianon, a small chateau on the grounds, the duo <coughs> reportedly began seeing people in clothing from the 1700s, as well as buildings that hadn't existed since that same time period. One of the women claims to have seen Marie Antoinette in person, sketching on the grass. They published a book about their experiences in 1911, titled An Adventure. Skeptics have argued that they suffered a shared delusion or witnessed a fancy dress party. Or Regardless, they had some really strong acid. Or weed. <laughs> Not weed. I don't think weed would have done that. Perhaps they were rehearsing a play. Number four, Torrid Man. Going through customs can be troublesome for any traveler abroad. But one man visiting Japan in 1954 had more difficulty than most. Arriving at Haneda Airport in Tokyo, this unknown man was detained because his country didn't exist. The oh, man reported <laughs> to be from a European country between Spain and France, which in our time is the microstate Andorra, but the man insisted that his country <coughs> Torrid had occupied the same location. Perhaps even more mysterious is the fact that he vanished from the hotel room he was given to stay in, despite guards posted outside his door. Even his Torrid passport was gone. Maybe he returned to whatever time or parallel world he came from. Number three, Hutton and Brandt. In 1932, a German reporter, J. Bernard Hutton, and photographer Joachim Brandt were assigned a story on the Hamburg shipyard. Once there, however, the two men panicked when bombs began falling around them. After snapping a few pictures, hmm. they left in a hurry. No one at the paper believed their story, and their photographs showed nothing out of the ordinary. 
Eleven years later, in 1943, Hutton was shocked when he read a story in an English paper about an Allied air raid on Hamburg, with pictures showing him scenery he was very familiar with. Oh, Did shit. Hutton and Brandt leap forward in time somehow? Number 2. The South Fork Bridge Hipster in 1941, the South Fork Bridge in British Columbia, Canada reopened and someone snapped a photo. That I've seen. Contained within the crowd of pedestrians is a possible anomaly. <clears throat> a man wearing sunglasses with what looks like a logo t-shirt under his sweater. While he might pass for a modern hipster today, next to the others in the photo, he looks incredibly out of place. While skeptics have pointed out that all of his clothing was available for purchase at the time, his choice in wardrobe still feels anachronistic. Was this man a time traveler or just ahead of his time? Before we fast forward through time to get to our number one pick, here are some honorable mentions. Jofar Voren. This man claimed to be from a country called Lexaria. Father Ernetti's Chronovisor. This Italian priest and scientist allegedly built a time viewer. I think we've talked about this one. Yeah, we have. W.D. Davis. I don't remember a that time one. traveler we from 2200? This man claims to be from the year 2200. We met up with him in an undisclosed location as he told us his story. He showed us what he claims is actual food from the future. Watch this. Why well, they have it blurred out? And decide for yourself. That's just this channel's shtick. William Taylor. Has British intelligence been sending agents to the future? Please understand that they are going to come after me for making this video. I'm putting myself at great risk for telling you the truth. I will tell you everything I know because there might not be another chance. Hotel of the Past. Early 20th century uniforms and a hotel that completely vanished. Hey. Before we continue, be sure the option to be <coughs> noted things and switch on. In 1935, Air Marshal Sir Robert Victor Goddard was flying towards a disused airfield yep. in Scotland. He flew into a strange storm of yellow clouds before descending back into view of the airfield. Somehow, the abandoned airstrip was now in use, with mechanics in blue overalls servicing yellow trainer planes. The storm came back, however, and Goddard returned home. Four years later, what he saw came true. RAF mechanic uniforms changed from brown to blue, trainer planes were painted yellow, and the airfield was reactivated, complete with a new kind of plane he'd seen from the air, the Magister, first flown in 1937. Did he have a vision of the future, or did his planes somehow travel through time? Do you agree with our picks? Check out this other recent clip from WatchMojo, and be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to be notified about our latest videos. So what do you think, Justin? Do you think that different planes of existence exist? Not different planes of existence, I believe that exists. But different timelines, like, like the 1970s, how do I explain this? It's still a time that exists, and you can they can be visited. Do you believe that like different different the different times are written into the like like use English words? It's hard for me to think that I'm like, too buzzed for you to not use <laughs> plain English because we we obviously consciously feel ourselves moving through time, right? Right. So. How how do these other time I say like the nineteen seventies, how is that still there for somebody to visit when we consciously feel ourselves moving through time? So I 
Unless it's an alternative I personally universe. believe that there are parallel universes in which you could go back and see what life was like in the 1970s. Um, but anything that you saw there might not necessarily match the history here because I think it's a parallel timeline. Like things all happen the same way. It's just there may, there's variations. There's like, like yeah. the, the, the the culture was still the same. The fashion was the same. Like it was still the seventies. Right. I think it. I think that. But it may be the seventies. But in I which, also think that there are alternate timelines in which Nazi Germany won. Yeah. World fair. War Two and which would make the world look very different. It makes everything different. I don't think that we can view our own past or our own future. <laughs> I think that's only accessible to others, like from the other timelines. So you think like I could see your past and future, but you but I couldn't see my own. Is that what you're saying? I think you could see an alternate version of mine. See, I'm, I'm kind of like... like a, a, the version of me that got married. See, I have to wonder. Say, like, I don't think we are seeing... Like, I don't think there's a physical past we can go to. But I'm wondering if maybe the... You know how when you write a book, you know, it's there. Yeah. It, you can go back and read it again and again and again. Right. You can relive that moment theoretically again and again and again. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking maybe that's what like history is like. The past. It's it, it was already written. You can go back and look at it. But you can't change it. But you can't change it. Yeah, but, I mean that kind of yeah that would be more in line with what I would think too. I don't think that you can go back in time and kill baby Hitler. Right. I think that everything that you're gonna see there might be is, there might be something in place there that would keep you from doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they talk about, like, the grandfather paradox and stuff. Right. Because if you go back in time and kill your grandfather, then you never existed to go back in time to kill your grandfather. Right. It's a paradox. It can't happen. Right. So it's, so, it's kind of like it's kind of like a PDF, read-only. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you look at everything that has happened, sure, you, there's no changing what's already happened. Right. But I think that gives you the possibility if you could go to the future if things See, continue the on the same path that's why i don't but this again this is why i don't think that this is how it actually works i think that if you go to a future it's the future of an alternate version of your reality yeah because at the end of the day if you go to the past and can't change anything going to the future wouldn't tell you anything about how you could change the future. Or what if just something as simple as I think time is is determinate. Like like it's set in stone. It's it's set. But there's nothing you can do to change it. There's there's it's nothing almost like that destiny. we as an individual could do. But and again that goes to like a biblical like time is predestined. Right, so like even in the Bible, it it says that God knows all things that will happen. Right. So from a religion from a religion perspective, I think there's no way to change what's going to happen because God already knows what's going to happen. You can go look at it. 
you can look at it, but you can't change it. Right. So, like, even if you were to go look at it and then come back and be like, we've got to make these changes or this is going to happen. Not, no matter what you do. No matter what you do, it's going to continue down that path to go to the future that already exists. Worst case scenario, you may prolong it, but it's going to happen. The inside of my left nostril itches so bad. Anyway. Like, you may do something to prolong it. Correct. But it's still going to happen no matter what. Yeah. I, I You know whether it takes more years to get to that point, I think that no matter what you do to change it, it's still going to happen. I agree with that. So determine it. This so is a very, this, it's a, it's a deep one, right? Because this is deep. And we could go way deeper. We could be here for another two hours. Right. We're not going to be. No. Uh, <laughs> but my butt's starting to hurt. Mine too. That's why I've slouched back because my butt was starting to hurt. That's why I'm like doing kinds of weird. There we go. Maybe. My nose won't stop itching, and that's making other things itch, and I don't like that at all. Anywho, what do you think, Justin, about Joe's conspiracy corner this week? I think it was a pretty good one. I have been delivering, have I not? Yeah, I think this one was a little bit more lackluster than the last two. Well, it's because it's time it, travel. It was a two for one, but time travel is one of those things that everybody can get behind, right? Right, so you know, I think next week you should really like deep dive the uh, the Philadelphia experiment. Uh, I was going to say because the uh, story of Al Bielik, as told by conspiracy theorists, and there's a couple of podcasts I'll I'll send to you where you can listen to to all of the stuff. Crap, there was one I was wanting to do, but it was more like birds aren't real. It was going to be more of like a, a a phony one. Yeah, a phony conspiracy. Uh, what was it? I can't remember now. One of those videos reminded me of it. Now I can't remember. Well, if you don't know, I definitely don't know. Dang it, man. So, but anyway, you know, that's, uh, are, uh, are we done with, uh, Joe's Conspiracy Corner? Yes. Well, this has been. Wait. There have also been talk of UFOs being obsessed with Ukraine lately. Well, yeah, that's, that's common knowledge at this point. Okay. I didn't know if you'd heard about that. Yeah, definitely heard about that. This has been... Makes you wonder if they're going to use nukes. Would you shut the fuck up? Sorry. Go ahead. This has been Joe's Conspiracy Corner. Which one? Yellow. No, yeah, the yellow. Oh, man. What a show this has been. It has been good. It's been... I think this is probably the most fun I've had doing the show since the Rittenhouse episode. Maybe. And it's super weird, but, you know, it's just, it's one of the... I think you know what that means. It is Justin's financial corner. Very nice. Jeeves, please fetch me my finest stock market tracker. 
So there has been a uh, a slight development in the GameStop saga. Do tell. It would appear that this is following the same trend as the 2008 financial crisis mm-hmm. caused by the credit default swaps on mortgages. Are you saying we're going for another crash, Justin? No, no, no. Okay, well, yes, we are, but that's not the point of this. The point is, is that as it pertains to GameStop itself, right, it would appear that they have been using bullet swaps, which do not have to be reported. There's no telling how many of them there are, but they're normally like a two-year, a three-year, or a five-year thing. And guess how long we've got until the end of the two years? A couple days? No. No, a little bit longer than that. March hmm. is when it looks like the first batch of these swaps, which are incredibly bad and extremely risky because you're going out. So these swaps, you're going out, you're betting on something that's two years away. There's no telling what's going to happen. So they're incredibly, incredibly risky. So, the, uh, you know, when you when you get on Super Stonk, this is basically what happens. You you just hear a never ending stream of. I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I'm kind of retarded. Except for they don't say retarded; they say regarded. Now, to be more politically correct, which I think is hilarious because now we just say regarded all the time at work. <laughs> but uh, so. Everything that they're they're putting up there now is basically saying that they're doing this with these bullet swaps. Like that's how they've kept from having a massive short squeeze. And the theory is is that in March when they start going bottoms up, they're gonna have to start making good on the stuff that they were betting on. So that's how they've been shorting it all this time and still maintaining the price level at the way it is, but they can't drop it anymore. If you look at the, the, the chart for GME here lately, it's been very steady, but we're entering a potentially a bear rally. So a bear rally is like the market as a whole has been going down and out of nowhere, people just get like this. Oh, things are going to turn around feeling and they start buying stuff and the price starts shooting back up just for it to stop and go hmm. again. which it, It's kind of what happened in the 2008 financial crisis, right? So, like, they were propping up these mortgages with all these shit mortgages. If you haven't watched The Big Short, you really should. Like, it, it really goes... I started it one day and I, I, I fell asleep. It really goes in-depth. Like, not in-depth, but it goes to a place where you wouldn't expect it. And it it tells the story of what happened in 2008 in a masterful way. Um, It's got Steve Carell in it. It's, it's a good movie. Like, if you really pay attention and watch it, you'll kind of understand. It's got it's also got um Christian Bale in it. Okay. <clears throat> he plays uh, the guy that basically discovered what they were doing. Like, he's the one that started the credit default swaps on the mortgages. Like, he wanted to short the housing market because he knew that it was a bubble and it was going to crash. Um, so, I, I highly recommend watching The Big Short. Um, okay. Like, and actually paying attention to it. Probst, by the way, said, 
Conspiracy Corner was great. I know. I saw that. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. I just wanted to acknowledge it. So, anyway, these bullet swaps are super risky. They're super over-leveraged, and the chances of it blowing up in their face get better every day. Now, the one kryptonite to this is going to be a huge rally in the stock market. Because if the stock market rallies and then their collateral all gains in value, it's easier for them to cover their risk. Gotcha. It's easier to prevent getting truly margin called. So, I mean, all the evidence is still piling up. Like, we're still finding new things that they're they're fucking us with. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the stock market's a fucking scam. And that has been Justin's Financial Corner. Bravo. I So, I might have butchered that a little bit because I, I really, like, Nate was talking to me about it when we were on our way to the disc golf course because I went and picked Nate up. So Nate was really telling me all about this stuff, and I, I paraphrased as much as I could of what he said to me, because gotcha. he's the one that really is still diving deep. I'm just zen. Like, I don't, I don't care. It's either going to squeeze or it's not. Right. At the end of the day, I'm only out a couple grand, and it was money that I didn't have access to anyway. So, whatever. It's a pretty safe bet. I sent a link to the Discord. Oh, really? And it's what? since and since Tuesday is midterm day. What pray tell is this? It is. Oh nope, not gonna work. Uh, find uh, we'll find this on YouTube. How about that? Because I guarantee it's on there. Is that what it's called? How to defeat MAGA Republicans? Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Hey, look, there it is. How to defeat MAGA in three easy steps. The secret is to bring three people along with you to vote. That's it. It's called vote tripling, and it's super easy. Plus, it's scientifically proven to be an effective way to get people to vote. No science. Here's how it works. Every single one of us has people in our lives that share our values, but who need an extra nudge to get to the ballot box. If we help them make a plan to vote and follow through on that plan, the impact is huge. Think of it as a ripple effect. You get three people to pledge to vote, you help them make their vote plan, you figure out where they're going, when they're going, and who they're going with. Then they get three people in their life to do the same. The ripple turns into a wave, and the wave turns into a high turnout rate, which leads to better outcomes for all of our communities. Because when we vote, we win. So, call or text three people and make a plan to vote. Sign up to be a vote tripler in the link below. And make sure to share this video with others so that they can get in on the action too. Every one of those people was either gay or stupid. Or they looked like they wouldn't make it through a metal detector. (laughs) They would not have. Without an extensive period in which to remove all of their piercings. But see... On the, on the Facebook page, it doesn't say anything about MAGA Republicans. It says, your vote no, is your voice. But this is what they're doing. They're making it about MAGA. Which, I don't know if you know this, but that's having the opposite effect that they want. Because it's just making these MAGA Republicans go out and vote. Right. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, you're driving up turnout. 
but you're driving it up for the wrong crowd because the people that just wanted to be left alone are seeing what the fuck you're doing and they're like, no, absolutely not. Again, in Pennsylvania, you've got a candidate who literally opened a debate with good night. <laughs> so my comment, and this was like five days ago, that I had to comment this. I said, first, if y'all want more people to vote blue, it's probably not best to use all the people that look like they couldn't pass through a metal detector or don't say shave their armpits because they think it helps with climate change. The best thing you can do is fight against the two-party system and actually vote for people who want to change this country. But in a positive way. And give its citizens more freedom. I said vote gold. Vote libertarian. So, so I approve this message. And it's funny because like only one person laughed at it and nobody commented on it or nothing. Yeah, because they think you're crazy. That that's the problem. Everybody and I who, might be. The thing is, is that even on Twitter, like there's a bunch of people. Like when you say something on any post, if it's not with their party lines, you're automatically MAGA. Yeah. And like, especially with our with our Facebook page or with our Twitter page, right? If you go, if you click on our icon and go look at our page, it literally says we're libertarians. The only person that sits at this table that is not a libertarian is Lonnie. And that's because he's a Republican. And that's fine. I don't give a shit about that. He brings sustenance. What I care about is having viewpoints that are beneficial to the discussion. Right. If you have a shitty viewpoint, I'm going to tell you, you have a shitty viewpoint. I, I literally tried to date somebody who was uh, extremely liberal. And it came down to the point where I was like, I can't just exist with you. Like, when, when, I, I can't. When was this? This was a couple of years ago. Um, I can't just exist with this person because every discussion that we had turned political. And it never got <coughs> heated or anything, but it was always one of those like, you're only listening to one side of the story and you're not hearing everything else. And her point was always like, I always like having this, these discussions with educated libertarians, like libertarians who actually look at the, the details of the situation, you know, because she was one of those black lives matter and LGBTQIA plus minus son divided by equals tilde that goes over the end in the Spanish language. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I nailed all of those. Rolling your R. <laughs> Racists. Um, but it, it it turned into one of those things where I was like, I can't just have a discussion with you because it always turns political. Like It doesn't matter what it is. We could be talking about what to eat for dinner, and it's going to turn political. Really? Yeah, that that was just the dynamic that we had. But it was we always had good discussions. But like, I don't want to live my life having to debate with somebody. Was it like, hey, you want some like corn for dinner? And she's like, what do you mean corn or maize? Because maize was no, it wasn't for- like that. It would it always just devolved into politics. Mm. It would be like us hanging out, but you're a giant fucking liberal. Oh wait, I went. It's that. very hard for me to. I went through that and I'm not friends with that person anymore. Say it's hard for me to Weird. imagine this. But but like okay, so like you're like, oh, I want to go to Chick-fil-A, and they're like, No, I don't support Chick-fil-A because Exactly. Yeah. Really? Stuff like that. Yeah. 
Okay, so when it comes to business, business is business for me. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the business owner's political ideology. Right, exactly. Now, when it comes to an entire company espousing these ideals that I don't agree with, like Coca-Cola and their Be Less White yeah. training, nope, I don't buy anything made by Coca-Cola. <clears throat> Literally nothing. I can't say too much about that. I do like Coke. I did, I did too. But I'm also a believer that if you are a successful enough business, you can say whatever the hell you want and people are still going to buy a product. But here's the thing. Like, for me, I don't have Disney Plus anymore. I don't have, I don't drink Coke products anymore. And, um, you know, the only reason I have an iPhone is because, well, there's really not other phones out there. iPhone is very dependable. It's, well, no, it's not only that, but it's just like, even Samsung and all the other big phones, like they're all going to be aligned with people that I don't agree with. And I'm not going to have, not right, have a phone. Right. But let's be honest. Apple, we're calling you out. Mac, whatever you want to call yourselves. It was a douche move to be like, Hey, we're going to set an update for everybody's got the old iPhones to make it use the battery up a lot quicker. Yeah, they want you to buy new phones. Exactly. It's like we, 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 we made a really good product. It was It's planned obsolescence. And they're like, oh, well, we made too good of a product. We need to degrade it a little bit. That's absolutely a thing, though. It is. And they've admitted it to it. It is. It's also the reason that it's so hard to repair an Apple product. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't want you to be able to repair it. No. They want and you to come to so this, again, this is one of those still things kind of where... Shitty. Yeah, but this is one of those things where I go over to the Democrat side and say, hey, I agree with you on this because there was actually a big debate over planned obsolescence and the ease of repair for certain phones, like the iPhone, right. that Elizabeth Warren brought up several times in the past couple of years. Right. And the thing is, it's like Apple's actually making some moves that make it easier to, you know, <coughs> not have to buy Apple or whatever but see really though like in their the, next in, generation iphones are going to have USB-C chargers that's not still not left wing in libertarian world if i can fix an iphone i shouldn't well, have to have so their permission to fix it it's not that you don't have their permission it's just that it's hard to do like they design their products intentionally so that if you break it or mess it up in certain ways you have to buy another one or you really want to buy another one. It, they make it so that repairing the phone is harder than just yeah. buying a new one. Which, for them, that's great. it's a great business model for them because that means people are going to continue to buy their new products. But you got to think of people, and as a business person, you got to think of the people that cannot afford to go out and buy an iPhone constantly. Right. Especially when they're going up to $1,000 a phone. Yeah. You know? I, I mean... Exactly. Yeah, it's a thirteen hundred dollar. Like people can't just, just can't afford that, but yet the people, a lot of people that are talking about, oh, down with the capitalism, they're walking around with that stuff. Yeah, you're. I mean, they're walking billboard for those companies. I don't know, man. It, it's just it's to the point where I really can't even fucking care anymore. <laughs> Whatever, you do what you want to do. Um, but you know. Th- Again, there I have some principles that I'm not willing to 
to compromise on. Right. You know, like, right, and right. Disney is one of those companies where they don't espouse my values. They're blatantly obvious about it and I'm not going to support them. Right. Like I'm not going to give my hard earned money to a company that hates me. Right. It's just not going to happen. Now, I do have a funny in the discord. Good. Because I was about to say it is time for the funny and then it is time to wrap this <laughs> motherfucker up. And it has been a fantastic show. I really have enjoyed this one, Joe. It has been good, Bob. Uh, where'd you put it? It is up. Huh? Right there. Oh, this one. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, so I think this one deserves a little bit of uh, context. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I have not been a cowboy boot person since I was a small child, right? And uh, Thursday, I ordered a pair of Laredo cowboy boots. Should I pull them up? Should I show? Nah. Well, I mean, but look at me. I don't, maybe I do look like the cowboy boot type. I don't know. Somebody told me that they were surprised I didn't have a pair already. <coughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Before we get too far. Pro saying, are you, so are, are you saying that businesses don't have a moral responsibility for all the damage they profit off of? I think they do. Businesses should be allowed to do whatever they want but have to face the consequences of their action like an entity. That's my stance. That's your stance? Yeah. they There are consequences to your actions. Right. And if you're going to push um, training that says your white employees should try to be less white, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're a yeah, racist yeah. piece of shit, and I'm not doing business with you. I think that should be the way things work. Then why are you still buying Coke products? No, I'm saying I think that's the way things should work. Like, if people disagree with something, then just don't buy their stuff. Then why are you buying Coke products? Because I know you disagree because with that shit. I don't disagree with it enough to not buy it. Okay. So. I disagree with it, but it's not. It's, it's, it's there not are consequences to actions from some people, but not others. Right. Because other people don't necessarily. It, it, I mean, when I say don't enough. disagree, like there's no part of it that I agree with. Right. You just don't care enough. I don't care enough about them saying that to not buy Coke products. I get products. you. And, but again, that's like the Disney thing. You know, they're not so secret queer agenda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to fucking watch any of your shit now. Congratulations. And if I do watch it, I'm not going to pay you to watch it. Right. Uh, Probe says those consequences should not always be from laws, but from the people. If a business is evil, stop giving them your money. I feel like there is a line, though. Again, it comes down to personal, like, is this enough to make me stop buying their products? For me, yeah pushing racist training was enough because at the end of the day that was racist and i feel like when it comes to the children though but so imagine if that was directed at their their african-american employees oh yeah that and it's would, it told them to try to be less coca-cola would burn told them to try to be less african right coca-cola would burn so why shouldn't it be Pepsi. why shouldn't it be the same? <clears throat> oh, I agree. But see, the, and on the other hand too, not to sound racist, but I feel like white people, we really just don't give a shit about like that stuff like black folks do. Right. We just don't. We don't care. You know, because to us it's whatever, you know? Yeah. You know, like we like if like if somebody walked up <clears throat> to us and called us a racial slur, we'd be like, Whatever, bro. Good for you. 
It's like that. It just doesn't bother the, us as it's much. Like the video of the kid at the computer who's like, yeah, like it just doesn't bother us as I, much, man. Like I don't, I don't know. That's the thing. Like I'm principled enough that if you're gonna tell me that I'm a racist, I'm not gonna be friends with you. Right. Like I'm not gonna subject myself to your bullshit. Right. But you know, like I don't wish you, I don't wish poorly on you. Like I right. don't want bad things to happen to you. Unless, right. Exactly. Unless you've really pushed me to that point which some people have, but, you know, it, it, that's just part of being an adult, right? Right. So, anyway, on new, to the funny. New boots. Uh, so, anyway, okay, back to the to the main point, right? So, I bought some Laredo cowboy boots. <laughs> I've not owned a pair of cowboy boots since I was a child. Did you wear them with jean shorts? No. <laughs> Dude, I was obsessed with Garth Brooks as a child. So you did wear them with jean shorts? No, because he didn't wear them with jean shorts. Um, I, not that I remember. I'm going to find a picture. I'm sure you're going to. You motherfucker. Anyway, so I I purchased these boots and I text my mother. I go, who am I even right now? And uh, she was like, are you Garth again? <laughs> I said, apparently so. But no, the, the reason that I bought the boots is because I've been... So I buy tennis shoes, right? Because they're comfortable. And I've found that I continuously have to purchase more shoes. Because every three or four months, they're to the point where it's like, I can't wear these anymore. They look like I'm a homeless person. So I end up having to buy a new pair of shoes and I just had to buy another pair of shoes. And I was just like, you know what? This is dumb. This is really, really stupid. There's not one. It doesn't There's exist. Not. There's not. I can't find anything. There's Garth. You know what? You know what I like about Garth? He's a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. No, don't say that. Row tide. No. Anyway, on to the funny. <coughs> We're, uh, New boot goofing. Ah! Sorry, my brakes are getting squirrely on me. <laughs> oh, I've had some boots on layaway here at uh, Zapateria La Bailarina. For Western fashions here in Reno, you really can't beat Zapateria La Bailarina. Well, you can, but not at these prices, really. Let's do it. It's go time. <laughs> Genuine ostrich. Three payments. Oh! Oh! Wait, what? I'm just goofing. New boot goofing. Oh! Oh! <laughs> that kind of ties into your teleportation. Like, how does that even... Like, how? <laughs> well, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, you know... You boot goofing. <laughs> oh, how does that God. even happen? What was the other thing you were telling me to? to what were you going to do? Oh God, I don't remember. There's new boot goofing, and there was something else. There was something else, and I don't remember what it I was. I don't remember it either. So I feel like there should be something more than that because it, it was just a minute. I don't. That was perfect. Though, that was pretty too. funny. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> 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 you know, just goofing. New boot goofing. New boot goofing. Genuine ostrich. <laughs> Three, three payments. payments which again that was funny too to me because i actually had to order these boots like 
I went to Cavender's in Huntsville and <laughs> was looking at boots. And I tried a couple of pairs on, and they had a pair there that I liked, but they weren't the color that I wanted because I'd already been on their website and was looking at the boots. Um, and they had the same brand and design boot, but it was a different color, and it was too dark. I wanted it lighter. Um, and I tried those boots on in store but they were more expensive than the ones that I ended up finding that I liked um, online so I just ordered them instead of ordering the ones that I was originally going to buy but I bought them with PayPal and they have a pay and for option which makes me feel better because like big purchases that are expensive I don't like spending a lot of money at one in one go um, so like anything over a hundred dollars, if I can split it up, I'm going to split it up. Right. Just because it makes me feel better. But anyway, so oh, three payments. Here we go. Four payments. Here we go. Here we go. What is that? What do you got? What do you got there, Joe? Do we have a secondary funny? It's not as funny as that, but it's, it's kind of funny. Oh God. Happiness is one of the most attractive things in the world. Who doesn't want to be around someone who's positive? You know? Well, unless you got COVID. Never mind. Um, <laughs> nice, pleasant, a joy to be around. <laughs> Good energy. You know who really notices just how happy you are, guys, when it's that brand new relationship? Other women. Not your woman. <laughs> other women they can't help but notice how happy you are they stare at you and they point look at him look how happy he is oh, I bet I can change that <laughs> guys you are now blood in the water and the sharks are out and if you've never been hunted before it is one of the scariest things in the world because usually you don't know you're being hunted until it's too late you're over there minding your business, you're in your relationship, you're trying to make it work, and here they come. Before you know it, it's too late. She's got a hold of you, and she has you pinned down in the back seat of a car. And she's hitting you. She's hitting you with a baby shark. <laughs> You will never look at that song the same way again. You're welcome. <laughs> Beth and I watched that Netflix special the other night. It was probably his best performance ever. He's he's funny. I really like Gabriel Iglesias. <clears throat> Fluffy. And he pretty much he dude he bashes cancel culture on there too. Good. And it's funny because you know. As a society, we think, oh, Mexicans, you know, we got to be real sensitive around them. Mexicans don't give a shit. Mm-mm. Mexicans are probably more racist than we are. Probably. No, they are. Like, like they will say they are, too. Makes sense. Like, they don't give a shit. And they don't yeah. give a shit if you're racist towards them. Sometimes I think it's funny. Yeah. Like, I know I know some Mexican guys. One of them was like, yeah, man, we're like, he'll be like, we'll be at work and we're like, we'll be racist towards each other course just kind of like how, how white people do that junk too exactly and, and then as soon as soon as soon as you you know 
get a black version involved, they're like, oh, we're sensitive, you know, and we come from Africa. And yeah. You didn't come from Africa, but you come from your mother's vagina in Boston. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Well, you know, I I hate to see a show like this end because it's been really fun, but uh, it is about that time. <sighs> Hopefully next week is as it was a good, show. good as this one. Yes. I, I truly enjoyed this one. Cody, that means you, you, you're not invited. Yeah, you're not invited. Fuck I'm just kidding. Cody. I'm just kidding. You all better be here this next week. Yeah, for real. It's been a minute since everybody's been here. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Anyway. I'm Justin. I'm Joe. Tally ho, lads. <laughs>